Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. You still going on about that? All right, Joseph. It is April 16th. It's it's August 16th. August. See, I don't even know <laughs> where I am anymore. Everything. Life is a blur. It is right. it the year 2020. 20, Still 2023. 20, 20, Although 2525. I oh no. In the year 2525. It's a great song. Uh well, yes. And it was a great show. Uh oh, that was uh that was that cheesy ass show. Cleopatra 2525. Yeah, and they had that as the theme song. Yes. Yeah. It basically had almost a similar plot of Fry, like Fry did with Futurama. Where she, yeah, he basically gets cryogenically frozen and woken up in the year twenty five twenty five. That had like a surprisingly deep like mythology with like um, uh, like towards the end it actually started to get pretty interesting. It was still a terrible show. Well, it was uh, like a, it was like from that, you know, it was like Sam Raimi's company that made like her yeah. movies and all those shows. Yeah, but it did have like a cool uh, mythology to it. And then I I remember thinking that Lawrence the woman's wife is in that show. Oh yeah, yeah. Be in Firefly, Gina Torres, right? Yep. Yeah, um, and Jennifer Sky played Cleopatra, and I thought she was like so pretty when the show was on. And I've looked at like that recently, and I was like, I just I don't see what I was seeing. Um, I'm looking but, it up. Jennifer well, Sky. Yeah, she turned oh. into a writer. She's a, like a newspaper writer for some uh, newspaper in Florida. Oh, nice. Is she? Uh... Does that mean she's a chud now? No, well, I don't. I don't know. I may, maybe <laughs> she is, but um, she looks it's like she looks great now. Like she looks like a normal, you know, like well, pretty. To be fair, when she was on Cleopatra twenty five twenty five, she was playing a stripper, I think, who yes, gets yeah. cryogenically frozen and woken up into a dystopian future where the three main women were forced to wear sexy, revealing outfits. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was part you of know, the mythology. Yeah, that was that was that was a rule. Like, yeah, just dystopian future. We have to fight the whatever we're calling these things. Yeah, the only way we can do it, and we all sound like William Shatner or like <laughs> what's his face from Futurama, the guy, yeah. the guy who's supposed to be <clears throat> William Shatner, who's also an impression of Phil Hartman. Um, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The guy, the the captain or whatever he is on Futurama, that guy. Yeah, um, I think the 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 villains were called Baileys. I think. <laughs> uh you anyway. might be the only other i've watched that show and i've never talked to anyone <laughs> about that show because i figured no one watched it yeah i ever. so yeah. look at this you've been doing this <laughs> podcast now for like 40 years yeah 84 years you ever see that meme with the old lady from titanic oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's been 84 years or whatever and not once has Cleopatra twenty five twenty five come mm-hmm. up. No. Um, and uh, let's pretend it never happened. <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right. So it is. Well, like, uh, and again, it's not like it, it, the worst thing to watch. No, it was. It was. It's an embarrassing show, but it, it was. <laughs> it, it was embarrassing. Um, but it was like 
like I will say towards the end, it did have kind of like a surprisingly interesting mythology where like I might not have stuck around for that. I think I might have only said like the first season. Yeah, the guy, the 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 villain dressed like a like a juggalo. Yeah, uh, do yeah. you remember he, that? He ended up. Uh, he he must be like one of those actors owned by like because he was on like Xena and Hercules. He played a yep. villain on there, and he ended up being like the main villain for a season of the Ash vs Evil Dead. Oh shoot! Because yeah. that was also the same, basically the same production company. That's why what's her face Xena was like. That actress, I forgot her name. Yeah, uh, Lucy Lawless. Lucy Lawless ended up becoming like uh, one of the main co-stars of the Ash vs. Evil Dead show. Yeah, she was that on Battlestar Galactica too. Yeah, so yeah. they uh, he ended up becoming like a villain. That guy, and I'm like, he looks familiar. I'm like, oh yeah, he's been like he's it's like he's some like day player that like Sam Raimi and his production company own. Like, they only That's let funny. him out when they need like a like a brad dorif looking villain he kind of looks a little bit like yeah brad he's like the wish version of bruce campbell it's like bruce campbell was on those shows and i know but he is like, like the wish he version of bruce like no nah, he looks more like a brad dorif <laughs> uh, all right well you know i don't think we were going to talk about any of this did you ever watch the show vip do you remember that show With yeah Captain? it was her like show she did after she did uh like baywatch yes yeah like, like a new attempt at doing like Charlie she Bay. was like a were they bounty hunters or bodyguards i think they were bodyguards i think they were bodyguards yeah every time i think uh, you ever watched uh always sunny yeah, yeah obsessed with being a bodyguard yeah <laughs> so every time i hear the word bodyguard here bodyguards <laughs> he's just like obsessed with being a bodyguard for some reason. Yeah. VIP was good. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, not we're not we haven't even got to what we're talking about, Joseph. Right. What are we talking about? It is not about Cleopatra 2525. It is no. not about VIP. It's not about Mac from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I mean, maybe. Are they? Are maybe. any of these actually in this? No, no. We're we're gonna talk about um season two of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Which um it's concluded, right? They it ended on a cliffhanger. That was the that was the end. I'm almost positive. That's oh, the I end. figured it was like a two-part finale. I, and then I saw some then I saw an ad and said, watch the entire season now streaming on yeah. I usually don't make that advertisement until the last episode aired. They I didn't realize it was episode 10. Yeah, they uh I'm look, I'm 99% sure of this. They intentionally did it because uh a couple star trek series have had those types of cliffhanger endings where like part one appears at the end of a season and the second part appears at the beginning like of it Lacutus. yeah like the best of both worlds uh star trek um uh next best generation worlds what is that that sounds like a porn <laughs> that, that is <laughs> sounds like that is Tony clerks when... actually the season finale of cleopatra <laughs> Cleopatra 2525. Um, no, the uh, uh, that was the name of the episode where Picard turned into a Borg. Was yeah, I remember worlds. that. Uh, so, um, so we're gonna talk about Star Trek. We're talking about the big, big news, which is Trump's fourth indictment. Uh, he must have. He's like facing two hundred years in prison. Uh, <laughs> he's, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm he's not got even... like ninety indictments, and yeah, he. Well, they said the. We'll talk about this, but the new Georgia, the Rico, whatever that charge is, yeah. that could get him in jail twenty years. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. A, pardon, easily. a pardoning would not. I think only governor can pardon that. And I don't think Brian. No, in Georgia, the pardon rules are so fucked up. You a you can't even apply for a part. You can't get a pardon until after five years. So like, he'll be he'll be serving if he does. If any of this does happen, this guy somehow ends up in jail. Yeah. He will have five years in prison no matter what. If yes, you, you cannot get a pardon for the first five years. And then you the governor doesn't get to pardon. It has to go to a board. And the governor can appoint the board. But the I thought board you said has, the board. The <laughs> board. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the, the Queen Borg has to pardon you. Um, <laughs> no, it's a, it's a board decides on the pardon. So it's like really difficult to get a pardon in Georgia. Um, Nice. Yeah. So anyway, then we're talking about the Trump and Doug. then we're going to talk about the next Republican debate with this the is first so Republican debate. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, the, the first one of this season. Um, and it's going to be on uh, the 23rd, which is actually a week from tonight. Yeah. Uh, so um, we may have to uh, uh, figure out what we're going to do, because that would be interesting to talk about. I do want to um, talk about it. Maybe we record the next Thursday if, if you're. Yeah. Up Maybe that, um, yeah, I would say I would, that, that might be. Because I think that, that, because I have a feeling he's not going to be there anyway. I feel like, because, and we'll talk about this when we go into it, because we're not going to go fully into this, but one of the things is he has to, no matter what, go in on the 25th, right? He yeah, has he's to, got like, 10 days to surrender. <laughs> he has to surrender. And this one's more of an arrest than the other ones were, like, I guess this one's gonna have a fucking uh, what do you call it? Uh, mugshot. 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 And they're making him turn himself in at the jail, and there's not like a side entrance. He has to walk through the front has door. He, I know. Well, let's move on real quick. But has he been quiet? I feel like he's been more quiet after this. I. I he was using the word bigger, which <laughs> like oh my oh god. my god, I couldn't believe I couldn't that. Believe that I was like, and I'm saying, are yes. Rig yeah, bigger rig. He, yeah, sure. <laughs> but I know what he's doing. I know yeah. exactly what he's doing. He, um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like he's been more quiet, but um, but it may too be that like he's getting drowned out by like all the other noise that's happening. Um, I don't really I think I, like you know it's serious if he's quiet. That's all. Yeah. Because the other ones, he was like they can. They can indict me all they want, and they're not going to do anything. All right, we'll talk, yep. talk about that. Obviously, then we're going to talk about the debates. Yep. We're going to talk about um, the primary. We're going to talk about DeSantis yep. uh, and his being just very weird, unlikable, and yeah. also saying that he's done with Disney. Right. Well, Disney's suing him, right? I mean, that's Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we'll mm -hmm. talk about that. Uh, but I, I it's good that he's fine with it. Well, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, I don't think Disney is. Hawaii fire conspiracy. So Hawaii had, we didn't really touch on it last week. It no. happened last week. Uh, but it's possibly one of the worst fires to ever happen in, like, the worst fire. Like, literally. Like, it's bad. Whole, was it, like, the whole island? Is it Maui or something? It was a, I don't, I don't know the name of the island, but it was a small island, a small part of it. And um, it just went up. It went up in flames. They, the people, I mean, like, there's a ton of footage out there, but people had to, like, flee into the ocean. Um, 
it was bad. Like there's there's very little left. Uh and um oh, we talked a little bit about just this onslaught of climate change news. I mean, I guess I would argue that this is just part of it. Um, uh, but we're talking about that. And then we're gonna talk about um uh that weird uh ginger chud singer. Um, ginger chud, I don't think that's his actual name. Uh, no, so it's like there's some country singer. I'll, I don't know his name. I'll have to pull it up. It's like but, John John Wesley Weasley, John Weasley Hardy. Yeah, John Weasley. He's one of the Weasleys from uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, no, it, it's just some astroturf singer put out some shitty song, and all these right wing chuds jumped on it like this guy is the um, making the song of our generation. Oh, they ate it up. And he's just some, he's just another chud. That's all he is. Yeah. And then uh, we're going to talk about, uh, speaking of uh, <clears throat> fucking weird, this Dal- the Dallas airplane lady. The yeah. one she's so a lizard man or an alien. She, yeah, I'll bet you, is a real fun person. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when, yep, for, for, sure she is. I'll bet you she's a blast until about 10 30 p.m. She's kind of like one of those. Ask those big bitches that you go out on a date with, and they just get like progressively drunk throughout the night. Yeah, not good drunks. Yeah, like um, Cicely Strong's. Uh, no, that that would be pleasant compared. I bet you she's the kind that like starts fights, (laughs) gets you into fights, argues with the waitress, like just. Gets completely unbearably awful. Like I could yeah. imagine she's not a cool hang at all. <laughs> like I'm saying, like maybe she's fine, like one drink, two drinks, but like mm-hmm. she don't stop. And right. it's like that movie, a uh, blind date, but like yeah, the romantic ending. Just more yep. like, oh my god, what the fuck did I do? I got to get away from her. I'm gonna get killed tonight. Something wild without the quirkiness, like. <laughs> Wait, like what, was imagine, what something wild what was that uh melanie griffith was in it and griffin dunn maybe oh i think i remember that it was a good movie yeah. um he was yeah, great think... as the uh uh massive wound guy in in Mer- uh, american werewolf in london yeah yeah i would i would think i would think that this woman is like jess from the new girl but if Jess were on methamphetamine a lot, so <laughs> that was also awful <laughs> and a horrible racist. <laughs> I don't know if she's racist. I don't think um, it look, matter, but I, I will talk about. It, but I'll just leave it at this before we move on to the next thing. She, I, when she posted a video, so she put out an apology video. That's mm-hmm. what we're talking about, and it was really weird and sus. And all the people like Marjorie Taylor Greene were like congratulating her. So I'm just like, okay, there's something weird here because these people, like they work in tandem. Marjorie Taylor Greene doesn't just randomly uh, take your side on something unless you're part of that like weird chud factory that she's part of. Right. That's just a a truth. That's a simple truth. The chud cake factory. Yeah. Like if you're not a part of the chud cake factory, like yink. Rochester Green doesn't normally yeah. go, you go, girl, whatever. I mean, it no. was so odd and weird. Uh, then we're going to talk about, you know, speaking of uh, brain dead, we're going to talk mm. about schools. Yeah. yeah. About that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then speaking of uh, possibly what could be, this woman's running in Florida, right? Yeah, for Senate. Yeah. I think, is she running like a progressive, uh, seems like she's running on a progressive agenda, right? It looks, yeah, to me, it looks like a very progressive agenda. It looks like an agenda I would be in favor of. If it was not Howard Stern, Whack Pack star, Tan Mom. (laughs) It uh, yeah she um yeah <laughs> I I would say that like I I kind of put this out there as like a caveat because like every once in a while you'll see a Republican run and they'll highlight one progressive thing but then the more you look it's like not progressive at all at all no it's like yeah awful. it's like um I feel like uh Caitlyn Jenner was kind of like that where she she was always a Republican. Yeah, but at first glance, you're like, oh, this could be a progressive. Sp-. And then, well, like, you just almost assume that because it's like this out right. and proud transgender woman. And then they're like, no, they're fucking awful. No, they're and terrible. They're actually running against transgender kids. Yeah. Really remarkable. Sports. You're just like, wow, she's uh, on that list when it comes to Trump and Georgia. Did you know that? No. Yeah. There's like 19 people. I don't know if she's one of them. No, Caitlyn Caitlyn Jenner's not one of them. She got lumped in. Like, she's been interviewed recently and stuff. Okay, I believe that. I have the list here. Georgia and shit and and her, so I don't know. Mm. They're all part of that weird, just weird group of people. Yeah. Like, OJ and all of them. They all go back, like, decades. Yeah. Yeah, there is, there's kind of, like, an odd uh, confluence wife is part of that. Mm-hmm. All of them, Kardashians, all those people, they're all part of that weird, like, right kind of right wing Republican in like Hollywood. I don't know if it's like Arnold yeah. really or uh, I don't know. Yeah. But it goes back decades and it's it's super weird. Um, okay. Yeah. We're going to end it on Tan Mom running. Yeah. Uh, Senate. If anybody remembers Tan Mom, her claim to fame was that she turned herself into a burnt corpse. <laughs> I don't she looked like a fruit roll-up, um, essentially. Like, the, her skin... It, like, if you've ever seen an apricot fruit... How did she get to that? Like, how did she turn herself into that? Like, there's tan, and then there was, like, I don't know, burnt-edged... Yeah, that, I think that was, like, liquid tanner. I'm sure she actually literally tanned, but... Um, I don't know. I'm yeah. surprised she's still alive and didn't die of like, yeah, every form of skin cancer that, that existed. When I was in high school, my friend Jim built a, a homemade tanning booth, oh, and God. he he took his closet and stapled tin foil everywhere and brought in all these UV lights. And he died. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen him in a while. Um, <laughs> Not but from that, did he like? I I went in there. And um, tanned in this thing because uh, everyone was doing it, and of course I was going to. Uh, and then I still remember after I got out, uh, he looked at me real serious. He's like, "You don't use like clearasil or anything." And of course I did because I had like acne in high school. And I <laughs> that was, kid from The Simpsons, the uh, one who worked in Crestburg. <laughs> and he's like, uh, "Well, you you can't use clearasil and then go in the tanning booth like it was some sort of commonly known fact." Anyway, I like was convinced I had skin cancer for months afterwards. Is it I like would... stained you or something? You had like these weird white spots or something? Yeah, it was like all jacked up. And anyway, I think that's. I think she went through some sort of series of uh, liquid treatments and tanning. Anyway, that that's tan mom. We'll finish on her. 
Yeah, we'll we'll finish on Tamma. That sounds yeah. disgusting. Way, hey, I was gonna say let's, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I want you to edit that, but let's redact that. Yes, uh, redact. Right. that was an unintentional uh, phrasing. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say something like worse, like <laughs> we're gonna really shoot our load or something. No. The, no, no, no. end it right there she i look i think she may be a she may be if she were running against um scott I, she may have my vote you know if I mean, you lived in florida you'd vote yeah for, oh i'd vote for her over fucking that guy's awful what's it rick yeah. scott it's rick, rick scott, scott and marco rubio right rick scott to me is possibly one of the worst people yeah. in our government like, he's terrible like legitimately the worst like i feel like again like marjorie taylor green is just a fucking performative chud yeah so is like uh uh bobert mm. but like rick scott is like legit an evil evil piece of shit yeah no i agree like, he is a fucking lizard man like um all right all Let's right talk about star trek yeah the, yeah this is like i don't know how many shows is this now this is not i mean like what is it they had you had Star Trek, you had Star Trek Next Generation, mm-hmm. you had Voyager, uh, Deep Space, Space Nine. Nine, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and then you had that other show that uh, Enterprise. Enterprise, I think they called it. Yep, that's one with Scott Bakula, and it was supposed yep. to be like the first team to go into space. Yeah, that was okay. like got real heavy in the time travel stuff, and that was like okay. And I remember people hated the ending because it ended where like. You found out Riker was just in the holographic bay, and like, yes. basically they just they left it that like they None don't have to follow, They don't have to follow the show. They could just say this was like interpreted reenactments. These yep. weren't. These are not exactly what happened. It was whatever. It was yeah. all right. Um, on paper, it sounded like it'd be really good with Scott Bakula as the head of a of a you know as captain of a ship. Well, he was like he was in the Kirk mold. And like at the time, you we went from Kirk to Picard, who was like real cerebral, and he was like yep. the anti-Kirk. And so then, then you went to Deep Space Nine, and Cisco was again like a cerebral. He was moody. more like the joke was he hated Picard because of the whole Lacutus, right? Because I guess like you know it's funny the whole they they like milk that with cutest shit like yeah. it was only like two episodes but they made it sound like over the years they're still like, talking about it in season for, three of, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah in picard they brought it up a bunch of times but yeah. in uh even on Deep space nine that was a plot uh that was the whole plot that drove the show i remember in the first episode watching it mm-hmm. where cisco i guess was on a uh a federation ship that was attacked by the cutest yes yeah so he even though he knew that Picard was not really the cutest because he was like taken over, he yeah. still had a massive. Uh, they built this like massive like uh, animosity. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was but the like joke that. is they were very, more similar than they were not. And then yeah. Janeway and Voyager, she was great. Uh, yep. So then I guess the show there wasn't any shows until they brought it back with uh discovery right discovery and discovery I never, I never watched it i only saw like the first two episodes i did not like the way the klingons looked i thought the makeup yeah. well they they went they tried to turn the klingons into like a game of thrones dynasty like oh. the, the, they turned the klingon stuff i don't know it, it just 
it was fine. There's a lot to like about it. I just didn't like it myself. But they like uh, totally changed the way they look, but then they yep. tried to like backpedal or something and say, like, oh no, this is just <clears> one faction of them. Yeah. Because so like, people were like, this new design's gross or something. They just look It was weird. just dumb. I mean, it was, yeah. Anyway, so th- this. I, I, let me real quick. I hate yeah. it too because I used to watch this show. Uh, I remember my wife used to watch, uh, like, it was like a makeup show that was on sci fi. It was basically like, uh makeup oh artists. i remember this yeah 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 i yeah. forgot the name of it uh it was like okay but the artists that were like either the one of the judges and they would show his shit and i knew immediately when i watched star trek because they hired him they oh and it's like ugh, i knew immediately i'm like oh that's his fucking shit it's like mm. you can't make like something different dude like <laughs> Yeah. stamp was like all over it and i don't know okay so there was discovery and then i guess that's it then it, there's just uh the voyager what, what's it called well uh strange adventures no what's it called the one strange, with strange new worlds the strange other new worlds there's another um the cartoon the, yeah, the cartoon's uh, like okay it, it's all right it's weird i I don't love it. Try it's to fine. make it like goofy. I've watched it. Uh, it. It's okay. It's just like another Star Trek show, but like it gets like serious too. But it's yeah. like always constantly goofy and kind of looks like Rick and Morty a bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I like the Strange New Worlds was the first one that came out in a while that to me fixed a lot of the things that had gone wrong with Star Trek. In that Star Trek had gotten like not too serious i mean it's it's fine as a serious show but it like got so bogged down by the mythology yeah that that this was a it was a real welcome change there's some mythology in it but the episodes worked well on their own the mythology was pretty accessible it was kind of basic um the cast was great the set design is amazing um it has a good way of like bringing in all the characters from uh, the first generation yep. into this. Clearly, they are setting up. Uh, in a couple of years, we'll probably get like a new Star Trek show. That's yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm sorry. You know what? The fucking show is 50 years old. Yep, over 50 years old. You don't need to have to like be so glued to that you know i always right. love to try to be like well actually they never met the romulans till like season three of yeah season two of star trek so you can't have them meet them and like i remember when enterprise came out and they're like they run into a romulan ship but it was okay because they didn't see them that right, was, right. They never they never actually saw them because that's when they realized like oh shit they're like yeah vulcans and i think they've over the years learned to just be like you know what that yeah, roll with it yeah. Who gives a shit? You know, I know. Oh, and then we have the movies too. Forgot that we have the yeah, uh, yeah. Abrams movies, and they have that considered its own universe. And that's, yeah. I always thought that was kind of cool because they did like they killed off uh, James uh, Kirk's dad, and his yeah. dad was alive in the original series. We talk about Tiberius Kirk and everything like that, but in this version, in this universe, his dad was killed, and it totally changed it. Even though he still ends up running the ship in the end. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it was I I really like this show. Um I don't know if it's like high art. I don't know like I art. I, well, I don't know that musical episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean like 
I, I don't know. I just I always look forward to seeing it. And like I some... like it. It's good. I think like the cast is good. I like the the guy that got to play uh Spock is great. He's great. I feel like, you know, it was like when the movies came out, they made such a big deal about like is Chris Pine's gonna be as good as uh what's his name played Spock? Uh Zachary. Quinto, Zachary Quinto. Yeah, Zach Quinto is gonna be good. And they were fine, right? Yeah, they were good. I feel like there's so many there was so much more stress on them that maybe because it was a movie too, and it's more high profile and on the show. It's like, I don't know what, I don't know what the viewership for these shows are. I never look it up. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't think it's gotten like Mandalorian season one, no. years, but I imagine it does pretty good. They wouldn't be making these if they weren't doing decent, you know, they wouldn't no. be, it must do well enough that it, it, it earns its budget and uh, you know i mean it's smart to keep this prop it's smart for paramount to keep star trek yeah like, for sure there's enough there that you can there's enough there that you could always introduce new people and there's enough aliens and you can tell stories it's funny with star wars i feel like star wars has all that but like some people just can't get over like the whole skywalker thing yeah <laughs> they can't see outside of the skywalker the emperor and I think it's just because the foundation is that original trilogy. And, yeah. You know, obviously there's people who read tons of books and, you know, read the comics. Well, that's a very small faction of the fandom. But even even so, and I'll say, like, I, I, I don't know how strongly I feel about this argument, but I think Star Wars is set up so that, like, Skywalker was set up like a Messiah-type figure. You know, like yeah. Luke Skywalker. And... <laughs> and Dude. Well, I mean, it was set up so that, like, he he was central to the story. Like, there was no story without him. Same yeah. with Vader and that, that family. So, like, with Star Trek, after they made the second show, after they made Next Generation, Kirk never really factored into that. I mean, he might have been mentioned, but it was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> just as important, meaningful things happened completely separate from all that. You know, yeah. so... No, no, that was probably the biggest hurdle was for Next Generation was, I remember watching that first season, you know, he's being a little kind of bored by it, you know, Picard yeah. was kind of boring and like, it didn't look as good. You look at the first season, some of those yeah. were like pretty bad, but then they started filming in like more location yep. and it looked so much better and the characters fell in, and Worf was great and Data was great, and like, you know, everyone had their own like, they were able to kind of create a whole new universe of characters that weren't just takeoffs of Scotty, right? Uh, Sulu, or like they were they were able to create like a whole new group of people that I think it gave life to that series. Yeah. And, and that franchise in general. Because it's like, I mean, yeah, because Picard is so different from Kirk. You cannot that... say the joke is if there is a guy who is Kirk. It's number one. Yeah, it's, it's Frakes. I don't know what's his name. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Frakes, Riker on the show. Riker. Yeah, like he was the closest. And I remember watching Next Generation. I'm like, okay, he's the fucking Kirk of the show. Yeah, he's he kind of was a bit, but even he was different. He wasn't as like, you know. Well, that's. So, I think it was such a great decision to make Picard so different than Kirk. Yeah, I mean, having this was... like bald, older looking dude. Yeah. No joke was he's probably the same age. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably like I don't think he was even fifty yet when it first aired, um, and uh, I think that probably gave it life that 
people were like able to see beyond it. And it also probably created a whole new fandom of people who like, well, I don't even care about the Star Trek show. I like Next Generation. Yeah. Or I like Deep Space. There's a whole group. Deep Space Nine has turned into like this huge, like uh, its own thing. Oh yeah. A lot of people prefer that. And there's like, you see like, they try. I think people try to make it out to be more than it is. It's like Dax was the first transgender character and all that stuff because it was like a, it was a. Oh yeah, they would that would, you know, previously the symbiote was in a man and now yeah, a woman and it was just like, I don't know. I think people are trying to make it more than it is, but it's if it's there, it's there. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen the show in like thirty years. <laughs> yeah, when it originally aired. Voyager was good. Let's not let's not lie though and admit the fact that the show was the ratings weren't that great. Right. And UPN was like, we need uh to hire what's her face and shove her in a skin tight suit. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Ryan. Fun? Yeah, Jerry Ryan. Get her, get her in a skin tight suit stat. Mm-hmm. And it did. It actually gave probably was the reason why the show <laughs> lasted another four years or five yeah. years. Well, I think so. I mean, I I remember watching uh, Voyager and really not loving it. And then Jerry Why Ryan do I came. have a stiffy all the time? <laughs> I'm watching the show and I have a... Yeah, such a I don't know. Time. I can't... Well, I have to put a trapper keeper in front of my crotch every time I walk around. Um, that 7 was... or 9 is making me feel weird. <laughs> well, that was... Yeah, that um, they did kind of wander exactly with that. exactly what happened. That's probably true. Um, hundred percent true. Don't wear sweatpants when watching (laughs) seven to nine. But I think, I think, um, uh, this new show, this strange new worlds is just like really breathed new life into the franchise. Um, I think, uh, and obviously there is uh nostalgia because like half the characters are Star Trek first generation characters, but I feel like the actors and actresses that they hired, do a good job that like I feel like I don't feel like oh they're just doing a pale imitation. Like what's her face who does um what's her name? The, the translator or whatever. The translator? Um wasn't she like a oh, Uhuru? Yeah, about, she's uh, yeah. fine. She's, she's fine. Good. She's playing like a younger, much younger version of her, like yep. clearly like straight out of like she was like straight out of the academy or something when well yeah that's in the in the first season she was kind of the like the audience stand-in she yeah. you kind of she was it was all new to her and you kind of learned about the world through her eyes uh which the was guy kind of who they got to play spock i don't know these people's names the guy they got to play either. spock is he's good i think he he's does a good, good job. i think he made it his own character yep. the guy they got to do kirk is he's only he's been fun, like man. he's been sprinkled in yeah, and I like that his brother. He has a brother who's yeah. kind of goofy, who's yep. uh, a cat. On uh, um, he, the brother is actually on the ship, and Kirk yes. shows up once in a while. Brother I Ed, like Ed I, think the, I think his name is. Yeah, and he has a mustache. It's funny. <laughs> it is uh, funny. <laughs> kind of weird. Uh, and uh, I think they're doing a good job of like how they depict Kirk and how they bring him in. It's just odd that. Every most almost every episode he's been involved in has been like weird time displacement episodes. Yeah, but uh, yeah. And, uh, the one woman like fell in love with him. Yeah, that was I. 
That episode was fine. I, that episode was sad, actually. That episode yeah. was crying and shit. I thought that was like a great because she's like a kind of like a stoic character. Yes. And uh that was a good episode where she goes back in time and everything. They they introduced some new elements. There's like that time that she gets visited by like that lady who was part of like the time, like a yeah, a, a future, like a version, uh, something way in the future that is part of the enterprise. Just not created yet. She visits it. Uh, yeah, that's a, that is interesting. I, I hope they do more with that because I think that's kind of yeah, cool. Don't overdo it, but it's a good element to have in there. Um, and then, and that could be a good way to do a back, like back. Yeah. Uh, what they call that backdoor pilot mm-hmm. uh, show that takes place like three hundred years in the future. That would be cool. Yeah. And you get, you know, that's a good way to backdoor it. And you can do fucking episode. You can do a team up episode once in a year or whatever. Cause mm-hmm. there's time travel. You just don't abuse it. So it doesn't get like corny. Right. Um, I, the guy who plays Pike's fine. Cause he's not like, oh my God, uh, the character Pike was so, <laughs> like everyone knew who he was. It's like, yeah. so he's good. He's uh, good. They, they introduced Scotty. Did you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was, um, yeah, that was good. And, but that, I thought that's kind of what you're referring to where you could totally see they're, they're seeding in new characters for an eventual reboot of the original. And there, remember in the end of that one episode with uh, Kirk, where he's having a drink with Uhura, Kirk, and Spock. Yeah. I thought that was pretty (laughs) cool. It was like a little, like, oh, yeah, they're setting something up here, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. We're all going to be friends at some point or whatever. Yeah, uh, and work on a ship. Yes, it's good. I guess the only thing I, now my only issues I have with the show are like, um, just like so Pike knows his death, and I guess he learned that in discuss because Pike showed up on Discovery. I didn't watch Discovery. Okay, yeah. Pike is like I guess, and even uh, Spock appeared on Discovery. I guess yeah, this version of Spock. I never, like I said, I never. I never really got into the discovery. Um, but I guess Pike knows his future that he knows that he will get, he will die. At some yeah. Point. Like, I, I or or end up in that. That Dalek, machine. Yeah. The Dalek thing. I wonder if they're going to change that. I kind of hope they do because I like this version of Pike. Um, I Star Trek has never really had any problems pulling a rabbit out of the hat. You know I mean? Like they've, brought spock back to life after he died i mean like yeah, so done... I, I love it they're like you can't do that they can do whatever the fuck they want yeah and then the best thing they could just say oh well, this is the kelvin universe or this yeah. is the, the universe where people eat the evil version has a beat goatee you know yeah. this is the mirror oh we were there was a rumor they thought that like we were it was gonna be revealed in the movies because it was like a little edgier or something like that that it in the second movie people thought the rumors was that it was gonna re- be revealed that we were actually watching in the mirror universe mm. that could have been a cool little like, yeah spin but they didn't do that um i don't know i mean i like the show um i like the dot the nurse oh she's man good. she's amazing Jess, her her real name is Jess Bush. She's an Australian actress. Jess, Jess Bush. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So she's she's like super pretty, and, and um, she's the, uh she's getting it on with Spock now. Yeah, the character the character's real interesting. I they do the Spock, the guy who plays Spock does a great Spock, but he's so different. 
you know, than the Spock we're used to. Uh, oh, he's younger. And, yeah. Uh, well, I love the, my only, like I said, my only thing I, I had an issue with, and like I said, I, I don't have like a super strong opinion on the show. I like it, but it's not like, how dare they change the lore? Right. Yeah. I don't really care uh, that much. I don't, it doesn't, I don't know. Um, is uh, like, you know, when the characters from Lower Decks show up, they talk yeah. actually, because they, Lower Decks supposed to take place like after Voyager or something like that. It's like yes. a, it's post next generation. It's post Voyager. I think and they even said, I think he, they said it was like 150 years in the future or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it begins as a cartoon, which is the Lower Deck cartoon. And then the one guy gets sucked into a, into a portal and it goes, he ends up you know, yeah. live action. Thankfully, they casted some notable actors and actresses to actually do the voices to begin with, like Jack Quaid, who's on The Boys. He's great. Um, he was in the episode. Mm. It was just like odd, but the, it was like a just like a goofier episode. Little gimmicky, yeah. Like the whole, I like that when he would see Spock smile. <laughs> it was like really off putting. It was like really funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a little gimmicky. I mean, I feel like that's. They're like, I don't know, we need to get people to watch this film cartoon. Like, let's have them do a crossover. I don't it know, just whatever. seemed yeah, I don't I don't know how I feel. I mean, I, I kind of agree. I like the I it fit this show to me in that it is kind of it's not like lighthearted, but it's like a throwback to like how TV used to be, you know, and, and that's the kind of, that's like a classic yeah trope in some in like genre tv is to do a musical episode or something like that yeah i just felt like the musical episode my only real issue with it was that it felt too early in the series an episode like that like that's the kind of thing you do in like i don't know season four but again who cares i i'm not yeah you know it's like I just think it was kind of silly because I've thought, I've seen this like too many times now. Yeah. They did it on the Flash. It was actually kind of funny because they had Supergirl team up and both her, the girl who played Supergirl, I forgot yeah. her name, uh, and who played the Flash, both oof. started out on Glee. That's right. Yeah. So, and then they brought one of the people from Glee played like uh, I forgot the name of the villain, like the maestro, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So like kind of a musical episode, so it it was funny because it was like all of them were from fucking Glee, right? And it was actually like done really well. Amy uh, Benoit, uh, I think her name yeah. is. Yeah, and then there's the famous Buffy episode. That was great. Yeah. Again, that was like what season five, you know? Uh, five or six. Yeah. Yeah, it was later on in the series. I just said I just thought it was a little early to do a gimmicky episode. I do like when they reference it though and make a joke about like don't you dare start singing. Right. <laughs> I mean, it was well done. Yeah. Just, I just like it's funny when like you could tell who the good singers are and who the ones that are just like, eh, yeah, mine, but you don't want me singing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the, girl, like... the woman who plays you her is a really good singer, you know. Becky yeah. Romaine, I don't remember if she sang too much. You know? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I I tend to agree. It was a little out of place, but um, but it didn't ruin it only because like like I said, I mean, I just really like the show. But it's not like like you said, it's not like Severance where I just see it as like a really intellectual, perfectly done piece where like all the parts fit together well, that perfectly. Insane cliffhanger. Where you're just like yeah, you're like looking for that next episode and yeah. So like, given this show and how I feel about it. 
I'm cool. I mean, I'm just yeah. glad they're making it. I it's fun. It. So yeah. the big thing that's been kind of lingering, and again, these shows like, like you said too, you talked about this in the first season. We talked about this before about like how one thing you like about it is that it isn't that the show is more episodic. Like there yeah. are like lingering uh, themes and characters and sure things that get referenced in next episodes, but you could just watch an episode properly. Yeah. And then there's like what they call like the lore episode. Like it kind of almost plays more like Buffy, where Buffy was, you would have the villain of the week, and there yes. would be some like ongoing with the big bad or whatever that would be seeping on in the background here and there once in a while. Then you would have your lore episode, and it would be yeah. like the they would call them like, you know, mid season finale, and then your season, then the last two episodes yeah. would be like your season finale. Um this show kind of has that same feel. Yeah. Um, you kind of get that with uh, this, the Zorn. The Gorn. Gorn. Zorn yeah. was a, is a rotisserie chicken place from Long Island. No, you're thinking, you're thinking of the Zarn, who was the light creature from Land of the Lost. Oh, I thought that was the, the Gagor. Oh, that was like the wolf from, no, that's Land of the Lost. I was thinking the Neverending Story now. Oh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Land of the Lost was the Yor- the Zorn, or the Yarn? The Zorn. Sleestacks? No, remember there was a creature that crashed his spaceship in the swamp? He was I just made out not, of lights. I did not see a lot of those episodes. Oh, man. And All right, I, anyway. I only paid attention when I was I was very little when that was on, and yeah. I just wanted to see the two seconds of, of dinosaur claymation. Yeah. <laughs> I did not really care for the show itself. No, the Gorn is the lizard-like, insect-like lizards uh, that were rebooted in the show. Um, yeah, like, that's the famous thing is uh, the thing Kirk fights in Star Trek. Yes. It's cheesy looking. But then they, like, said that never really was a Gorn or something. Yeah, they, they in season one, they tried to play it off like, well... they never actually seen one. But yeah, this they, takes place... Remember, this show is supposed to take place before the original Star Trek series. Yeah, and the Gorn were real well known in this show. Like all everyone knows who the Gorn are. But they never seen them, right? Wasn't that like the whole not until this season? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, last the... season there was some weird alien. They're like, is that a Gorn? And it wasn't. It was a very strange looking design. Yeah. Like, oh my god, it, that's not a Gorn. Yeah. They had like a tiny face. It was super weird looking. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I don't know if I like this one either. I don't, they, well, one, they get attacked by these little ones, and they like they're really animalistic as um, babies. Right. They're very like they're almost like, like they attack each other. They're just like yeah, they're like yeah. they don't. I guess they evolve as they become older. Like yeah, like I think they're trying they're like, to make them like, like raptors or something when they're little. I think they're trying to make them like um al- like the creature from Aliens. Well, yeah, and I do like, and that is interesting because you're like, yeah, these things are. They even said it like they have hyperdrive, they have ships, they have technology. Clearly, though, I'm just like, how does a race uh, or like species even survive when like uh, they get all taken out as kids? (laughs) They're all like, they're all their brains aren't. I don't know. It's like I mean, our brains uh, when we're younger are not developed. Anyway, some never get developed, as we'll True. talk later in the podcast about that. Uh, so it is a fun little twist on that. But like, mm-hmm. you take it to a more extreme. We don't have 
sharp teeth and nails and right. awesome tail that could whip you. True. I don't know. True. I kind of wish it didn't rely so much on CGI. I guess like I think I wish yeah. it was a little more humanoid looking. I, I bet you, I bet you they'll be a little more humanoid in the next season when they become more of a that to interact with it more. It won't look as um like as lizardy as it did. Like, yeah, that could be. As it did. Well, um, they, go ahead. What they they have some wiggle room there. They could say, you know, this could be a further evolution if they wanted to put, you know, a man in the suit or whatever. Um, they can Got play it, with this. Yeah. yeah. Give it more of a a, a face that humans can recognize. So it, it yeah, a little more. You know, right? Like, it's kind of funny too because, like, okay. The, the funny thing, the great thing about Star Wars versus Star Trek was Star Trek always had a budget that it had to work with to make TV. And right. sometimes the aliens just looked like shit. They just yeah. did not, they weren't there yet. Like the Klingons, we know, did not look like that until the first Star Trek movie. That's when right. the real Klingons. I remember they did an episode in Deep Space Nine. They did a gimmicky episode where they traveled back to like an episode in the, and they literally, edited and like they edited them into the episode mm-hmm. in the 60s one I, I forgot which i think it might have been the triple i, I remember something. this yeah remember this and it was like a big deal because this is around the time forest gum came out so it's like what's right let's edit people into things and it, it i haven't seen it i don't know if it holds up i remember the episode was kind of fun mm-hmm. but there's a scene yeah. where there's a scene where you you see the klingons from that era and they talk to Worf, and they're like what What's right one. That? And, and Worf's just like, I'd rather not discuss it. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have like kind of come up with some bullshit for that. Yeah. The original 60s series, the Klingons just had like bushy eyebrows and goats. Yeah. They were like r- characters of Russians or something. Yeah. They were a little tan. It was like, yeah. a, but they didn't have like, I don't think they had the foreheads yet. They didn't have the. Yeah, yeah, and they they were working on a very thin budget. Now, Star Wars, though, the one cool thing about Star Wars is that like a lot of the designs they came up with in the Star Wars series in the first movie, like the Rodians, the yep. Hammerheads, and all these things. Like, obviously, when we see them now, they look way superior to that cantina scene, right? In that you know the poorly lit cantina scene where like it hides like the seams and. <laughs> you know buttons and shit but the designs were there and they didn't have to like totally rewrite the designs you know like the gorn right. like kirk's fighting this like cheesy monster in a suit you know yeah of course they have to read they're not gonna like no you're not gonna get that again yeah so yeah i don't know yeah. what else to say about it i like it i guess it, do you know if it's affected by the? I'm assuming all these fucking shows are going to be affected by the writers and actors' strike. We're never going to. We're not going to see well, Star Trek probably till like 2024. Yeah, I I bet you're right. Um, I read an article because after the see after the last episode aired, I was like, "Is that it?" Like, I I was I didn't know if that was the end, and really? um, because it ends on a cliffhanger, and yeah. uh. And I Googled it, and they're like, no, it's coming back for season three. It's just going to be a while because of the strike. And um, and uh, I don't I don't know when that's going to get resolved. I hope it gets resolved soon. 
Uh, I, I, it stinks, man. I think yeah. like, people are going to be very upset next year when like, and 2025 is going to be pretty shitty when it comes to movie and TV because yeah. you're going to have, if the writer's strike ever ends and the actor strike ever ends, you're going to have projects that are going to get rushed because yep. they have hit movies and TV shows out. And I don't know if anybody remembers, but there was a lot of bad movies that came out in 2000 because the last writer's strike was like in 2008, early 2008. Mm-hmm. And it had, there were a lot of bad movies that came out in like the end of 2009 and 2010 up to like 2011. They even said it like, pick a movie and anyone could tell you it was the victim of the writer's strike. Wolverine, yeah. uh, what was it? Weapon, uh, the first Wolverine movie, which oh is, yeah, yeah, that movie's been panned to death. Like it's like a almost like a joke. Yeah, uh, Transformers two, which was considered the worst one in the series. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, <laughs> like there's a lot of movies that just were not very good. Yeah. Also, a lot of projects that were killed. I didn't talk about this last time, but like it was a Justice League movie that they were well. George Miller was working on it. I remember I this, yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure it was George Miller. That's uh, Furiosa, right? That's uh, yeah, the, the guy who did uh, Mad Max, yeah. yeah. And Babe, Pig in a City. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he did the sequel. I know he did the first one. He also did an episode of uh, episode of Caillou, I think, in season three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was... Oh, that was a great episode when he, the war boys. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Well, Caillou... Caillou was the original knock. Uh, you know, yeah, a lot yeah of no, people... Caillou actually, <laughs> was, uh, is a uh, little-known fact, is a young version of Mortem Joe. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah it's an origin yeah. story. Yeah. So what? anyway, it was yeah, an origin, origin story. story. Yeah. It was a no, but I mean, like, there was an awesome Justice League movie that was supposed to get made, and they like did they did photo shoot tests, they yeah. had storyboards, and it killed it. It yeah. totally killed the writer. Like uh they had it all casted, everybody was ready to go. And they were like, nah, we're just not going to do it. I mean, who knows? Maybe it would have been terrible. I have no idea. But I think it would have definitely changed the course of DC movies. Yeah, uh, for sure. For the better or worse. But um, so, yeah, man, it sucks. Like, I feel like any of these shows that have, like, cliffhangers, like, just know for a fact that we're going to be waiting. Because I don't see this ending anytime soon man they they there doesn't seem to be any movement do not want to budge and they really want to abuse that ai shit they really want to have a foothold on uh they really want to crush these unions they really want to like change how profits are done and i get like listen you know the reality is like the way money the way these things are made now like yeah what home releases if that makes a lot of money I, you know remember how big the home dvd market was yeah well if you went back 10 years before that and you talked to an executive they'd be like what are you nuts like it wasn't until like the first batman movie came out i think the first batman movie was considered one of the first so they didn't really have a home market like i remember going to like suncoast video and yeah. like you, you can buy like shorts the videotape for short circuit and it costs like 120 bucks oh yeah i remember i bought uh a raiders of the lost ark 
DVD and it, uh, not DVD. Um, VHS, right? VHS, and it was it was like a hundred dollars, and that's back then. It was like a hundred dollars. Yeah, because they called it like popular price. That's how they first started doing it. Yeah, and the Bat Batman was the first movie to do that. Even like, remember when like DVD seasons would be released as a box set? Yep, I do. Even yeah, anywhere. Like if you went back years before, exactly. They'd be like, what are you, nuts, man? We could sell, like, because back then it would be like, you were lucky if there was, like, four episodes of a show on a videotape. Yeah. A season would cost you, like, $1,000. And well, they just saw these things as, like, we're we're losing money because, like, if I buy a DVD and have a, uh, six people over, they're like, we lost six, we lost six sales because of that. That's how they would look at it. Yeah. And obviously they wisened up the people were buying things left and right um and then streaming comes along and it changes how things are done but like again i think uh you know what we know as streaming is probably suffered a lot you know streaming did very well during the pandemic of course yeah yeah and now they you know people they're like even said like oh the ratings aren't that great and it's like yeah it's because it's summer people well, are there's that and people also are, it's like I went to look at something. I was going to watch this show called The Winter King. And um, the one who weaves the wind. <laughs> I, well, and I'm looking it up and it's like it's on MGM Plus. I'm like, what the fuck is MGM I Plus? Did, yeah, like, I, I know what you're talking about. I never even heard of it like till the other day. I was like, That's yeah. And then I'm looking at like, okay, I got rid of cable because it was costing me $200 a month. Yeah. And I replaced it with Hulu, which at the time was like 50 a month. Now, now, like Hulu, 70, right? now Hulu's like 70 or 80 a month. And this is Hulu Live, not regular. Yeah, right. I it's regular uh Hulu Live. <laughs> and now I have like Netflix, I got Apple, I got I mean I got all these subscriptions. I'm like creeping back up. I'm not gonna go out and buy fucking MGM plus. I mean, like, fuck that. Like, why would I, would, I... only way I would do something like that is I would get it for a month if they had yeah. a bunch of content. I would get it for a month and then drop it. Like they already announced they're going to jack up the price of Disney Plus. Yeah. They're going to jack it up. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I don't do a year and I just get well, it. What? And you're... like get it when like a new Marvel show's on because like I don't, I don't fucking, care. I don't watch Disney. I hardly watch Disney Plus. Yeah. I forget that like there's a lot of other content like the Simpsons Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I never have the urge to watch. I don't know. I used to, but like I don't, I just don't have the urge to watch it. Like, I only really go on Disney Plus when like a movie drops, like a Marvel movie or yeah. Avatar dropped or whatever. And then like when there's a Marvel or a Star Wars show. And I don't think I want to pay more than what I was paying. No. So maybe I will drop it and then just get if it. If it weren't uh, for their extensive hentai collection, I uh, would yeah, have dropped it, it already. Well, I it was a known fact that uh Walt Disney, besides being a Nazi sympathizer. Yeah, love tentacle porn. Love cocky. <laughs> this is a known fact. This is a beautiful yeah. fact. You can look it up. It's there, man. It's there. You yeah. know what? And if anyone says uh, that's not true, well, it kind of feels true. Yeah. Well, a lot of people don't even uh, know that his very first animated feature was Steamboat Bukaki. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Like when he's like, doo -doo 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 -doo. yeah, <laughs> right. And it was <laughs> big old splooge and and uh Pete like, yeah. oh, oh, well yeah the first theme yeah. park that was the main attraction splooge mountain yeah. uh and uh, <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> splooge mountain 
So, and well, anyway, um, no, Walt's, you're right. It's just Walt, Walt hated it's a small world. He hated because he wanted things big. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, okay, so I guess we should transition into our, our next big the big uh news of the week was um uh Trump got indicted. Not no streaming service, no, no sport, no movie, no TV show, whatever can compete with the never-ending saga oh, man. that is the Trump in politics. Yes. He has dominated the fucking <laughs> decade. This fucking guy was able to latch on to a, the Obama presidency and turn yep. it into the – he got so big from that from just constantly – just being a huge fucking racist. And then yep. he the president, and his presidency is just shit – and it leads to uh fucking COVID. <laughs> yeah, it's really like, bizarre. He's like at the nexus of so many terrible things. He um, is. I love all these Republicans are like, oh, the, the economy was so great under him. No, it wasn't. And you're kidding if, me. If COVID didn't happen, this still would have been an, an, a recession. They said that. And I heard constantly the entire time it was a zombie economy. Yeah. He's running off the steam of the Obama's last yeah. uh, semester, semester, <laughs> last, I don't even know what you call it now. What is it? Yeah, term. Term, yeah. The last semester. Yeah, Obama, Obama's in school. <laughs> <laughs> the last, last season of Obama. Yeah. The last I, season, Trump came in. Yeah. Turned. This is right. the, uh, the darkest timeline. Uh, I could see him. He could star on a reboot of like uh, Head of the Class. He could be the Herman Hess character. Trump? Uh, no, Obama. Oh, really, yeah, yeah. Why not? He'd be pretty good at that. Yeah. Trump would well, play uh, the uh, who's that guy that was on Head of the Class and he ended up turning uh, into like a huge creep? That big dude. He was from uh, Better Off Dead. He played. Uh, yeah. Who was that guy? Name? I forgot his name, but he, I guess, went on to produce like a ton of shows from Nickelodeon and it came out. Yeah. Massive creep. Uh, that, uh, Trump would play that role. Well, okay. So Trump got indicted for a fourth time. Um, and this one includes like 10 indictments or something. Yeah. He is actually, I got it. I got it right here in front of me. Um, Donald Trump was indicted on 13 counts. Uh, and Rudy Giuliani was invited in, indicted on 13 counts. And then there's a bunch of other Rudy people. Giuliani. Some of them are pretty minor but terrible. Like this one uh, woman, Trevian Cudi Cuddy, um, got indicted for three counts. I saw some film of her today. She, you know, those two election workers, the poll workers, um, I forget their names, but they were just like you know, regular poll workers. And a bunch of chuds like invaded their homes and stuff and threatened them. Anyway, there's three people that visited them and they, they really tried to coerce them into like lying and uh, say that they were shifting ballots around and everything. Those people are probably going to go to prison for a long time, which is really great news. Um, <laughs> it's just like, uh, anyway, so the big, the big difference here is that these are state charges and the other big difference is that this woman, the prosecutor, uh, what's her name? Uh, Fawny. I, I used to say Fanny, but I, I guess it's Fawny um, uh, Willis, right? Is that, a, that her last name? I don't know. I honestly don't know any of these fucking names. I can't keep track of all these. Well, 
it's weird. I I didn't know much about Fawny um, Willis ahead of time, but um, I do remember I did not like her. She is the one who prosecuted all those teachers in oh, Georgia. Oh, I did hear that. Yeah, I okay, so she's the one that, yeah, because I was watching something and they said she was terrible, but she is doing something really good here. I Well, I think that's, honestly, I, it's probably true that she is just following the law. Like, what those teachers did in Georgia was illegal. And I, what did I they mean, do? I don't remember that. They would um, change test scores. Because back then, oh. schools got funded based on... Um, I mean, that is, like, wrong. <laughs> it's it's wrong. I mean, it's objectively wrong. Like, it is wrong that... Not to be a square. <laughs> it's wrong that schools get... Not to be the forced... guy who asks for homework on a Friday at the end of the day, but, you know... It's, it... it's wrong that schools got forced into testing kids like that. I, I don't believe in standardized testing like that. Uh, or yeah. high stakes testing, but like the correct answer isn't to forge scores and get bonus checks. Forge scores <laughs> and uh, seven checks ago. Yeah. Well, anyway, that that, right. that was my so, anger so at the time is that there's this huge bullshit corrupt system, and the t- twenty people that went to jail are public school teachers, and I'm like, that's that is bullshit. It should be Betsy. Voss or uh DeVos or I mean there's a bunch of yeah. people you could throw in jail instead of these people. Yeah. But um anyway, it's probably a good sign because like she just follows the law. But what she's really good at are, are these Rico charges. These Rico charges are brutal. And the irony is that Rudy Giuliani really pioneered the use of Rico charges to dismantle criminal enterprises and now he's going to get like <clears throat> fucked sideways with a huge stack of rico charges yeah somebody i posted that and someone left a comment on my uh instagram because it's all about like uh oh that's it i posted the drawing i did of him a long time ago i did yeah. this drawing a long time ago but then i updated it with the weird hair dye that you're yeah. that was like around the time of the uh what is it four seasons garden yeah uh-huh. yeah i to that day is one of the weirdest like things that was like one of the most surreal he as fucking shitty as he was, he provided some of the most, the biggest entertainment during that fiasco. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Trying to steal the election. He he went to that one thing and testified with that weird drunk actress. Yep. Who, that was very strange. And that, that was crazy. Woman, that, that woman came from the same place that Bobert comes from. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the Four Seasons uh, and Garden Center or whatever. One, what was it? Four Seasons. Uh, four Seasons, like... I think it's Four Seasons, like, Home and Garden Center or something. Yeah, it was the most insane thing, and they did it outside the place, and I'm like, it was supposed to be at a Four Seasons hotel. Yeah. And I know, I'm just like, no one said, like, hey, you know, we don't have to do this right now. We can just say, listen, we're going to be, we're running a little late. We have a, we, we're going to talk about this. Uh, give us an hour. Or we'll go. And Rudy yeah. Julia, I was like, no, we're doing this here. I'm a very serious person. <laughs> God. i do this right here. And uh, I said, it's crazy. That somewhere in the multiverse, Rudy Giuliani <laughs> died in the year 2003, and there were statues erected of him in every state in the yeah. country, and even around the world. Instead, in our reality, Giuliani is going to go to prison for trying to steal an election for a game show host and also getting caught on camera having an erection <laughs> in front of Borat. Honestly, you're right. If he had passed away in 20, uh, 2003, the kids would probably going be going to Rudy Giuliani Middle. 
right yeah. now. Yeah, you know, in like it'd be like the Giuliani Center of uh, yep. uh how to cheat on your wife. It'd be like the Giuliani Awards each year, yeah. like at the Kennedy Center and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, like not a joke. Yeah, if that guy dropped dead, like if he died or got killed or something yep. happened to him before the year two thousand seven. Yeah, he probably they would still be like there would still be like statues up and shit. They'd be like. Even if you didn't like him or whatever, it would just be like, yeah, whatever. There'd be an airport yeah. named after him. They would have changed. They would have fucking named one of the bridges in New York after him. Yep. Like, and now he's just like, SNL did a funny skit years ago where it was like, uh, it was like the back of the Christmas tree, the ornaments that end up <laughs> on the back. Yeah. And this guy wakes up. It's like, I don't know if it was with Matt Damon or someone. It was a famous actor and he was playing. And he, I forgot who he was supposed to be an ornament of, but Giuliani was on there too. And he's like, it's me, Giuliani from the year 2004 or something. And right. This is like, because this was around the time with the whole garden center thing. It was, I think it was like in 2020. Mm. And his, he just totally discredited himself. And yeah. That's why I thought that was like really funny that someone would have an ornament of him, but like now it'd be like, yeah, just put that on the back. It's so crazy how much goodwill he squandered. I mean, Trump had he like always a... sucked, but he had all that. He was like immortalized. If yeah. Well, he he even more than Trump was like well liked or at least tolerated by everyone, you know. So yeah. Anyway, he so Giuliani's going. Uh, down there now the, the big difference like i said is that these are state charges and they're rico charges and the uh, prosecutor is apparently real good she's like a very talented prosecutor um it looks real bad for for these idiots and, the word and, rico charges to sound serious oh my god it just Doesn't it matter? hurts it does when when you hear what does rico it stand charges, for does it stand for something uh yeah racketeering uh what does it stand for it's it's uh it's a racketeering r-i-c-o and he used that that's how he was able to take down like uh a mob, the mob. Yeah. yeah yeah um he he giuliani kind of pioneered the use of of rico charges so in, he must um, be like oh what the fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean like, it's he's gotta be like oh man i got ricoed I, yeah. I, I was the Ricoer, and now I'm right. the Ricoe. It is. Someone, someone left a comment real quick. He said, "Another multiverse timeline diversion happens in 1986 when Vinny the Chin decides to <laughs> cast the tiebreaker commission vote in favor of whacking Rudy, also getting him statues and historical reference." Going to be watching every mob history video that I can now. Right. This stands yeah, for that, was, that was Giuliani's like claim to fame, right? That's how he became literally led to him becoming yeah. mayor of New York. Well, he he did. He took apart the. Um, they invented this Rico statue, and he pioneered using it to take down big organizations. And the the thing that makes Rico so devastating is that I just think of the you, song Rico Suave. Yeah, totally. You <laughs> you tie and the Weird Al version too. You tie all the actors together, and then things that aren't even crimes become crimes. So like. If I if I drove you to the grocery store, um, that's not a crime. I can drive my friend to the grocery store. But yeah. if you and I were also together planning like some sort of, you know, food stamp fraud at the grocery store, then th that ride I gave you becomes a criminal act. 
I mean, it's just, it's like, so you can see how like all these things, and you only have to prove a couple of them to get a conviction on a RICO charge. Well, the best thing about this whole thing is that there's this audio footage, I guess it's audio footage. I don't know, record yeah. it. footage, it's whatever. Audio record, recording. Recording, yeah. <laughs> uh, of Trump. And this was played back in 2020 because the whole three months before the inauguration, it was just Trump trying to steal the election the whole time. Mm -hmm. Constantly, well, there was like 200 times or something. It was crazy. Yeah. And every time it failed. And there's that audio of him basically asking for like uh, the 11th, a specific right. number of votes in uh, Georgia. And the right wing is like trying so hard to defend him. There's this one guy, oh, fuck, what's his name? He worked for him. He sounds like this. And he's like, Bork? No, what's his name? He's like a, he's a, Nazi that used to work for Trump. Oh, and... John Bolton. No, no, John Bolton hates him. Yeah. Um it wasn't John Bolton. It was this clown, this right-wing clown that like worked for Trump. And he he was like, he was interviewed recently. He's like, that would be like going and ordering vanilla ice cream. <laughs> oh, you know, you should, am I gonna get arrested for wanting vanilla ice cream after dinner? Oh, like man. that's what he was saying. It's like Trump. Which just curious, he, and you're using this against him. And yeah. it's the funniest thing is like it'd be like if I ordered vanilla ice cream, and it's so these people have it's indefensible. Ben Shapiro, who's such a fucking partisan hack. I mean, I guess we're all partisan hacks, but I'm not aware. Sure. I'm not paid for this at all, right? In any way, I know Joseph's. Uh, banking here yeah, yeah right Baja blast or whatever the uh -huh. partnership deal he's got going with Taco Bell. uh i don't know why they would do a partnership deal with him right yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah like ben shapiro is like trying to backpedal because like he i guess there's footage of him in 2014 talking about rico charges and rack and we have to go after these people of course he's talking about democrats he's right gonna, right because he didn't mention George W. Bush once. No. But, uh, yeah, he go. so that footage went out, and he's like, in 2014, I advocated for a full-scale use of RICO to go after various criminal enterprises run by politicians. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to read yeah. it. The problem is they ignored Barack Obama, they ignored Hillary Clinton, and now they're currently ignoring Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. It's oh, like, no one gives a fuck about Hunter Biden. <laughs> it's not going to, it's not going to happen, guys. Yeah. Only the most right-wing chud gives a shit about Hunter Biden. If only one side has to play by the rules, and the rules are not rules, they're just a double standard, and they're just a weapon, and the same thing's happening right here. And I said, I don't know, man. None of these people ever publicly asked to steal votes or had their supporters smear feces on the U.S. Capitol. Yeah, I mean... You're a partisan hack, and absolutely no one takes you seriously. Yeah, it's just, I mean, like, look, Trump is just, I mean, in some yeah, ways. both sides like, of shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, he's so over the top on this. Um, I don't know. This is the I, one that can really do him in. I mean, you know, forever we've been like, oh, man, you know, this guy gets away with everything. But they said that Georgia was the thing that would probably do him in. Yeah. They've always said that. Um, there, wasn't that remember that weird girl that was getting like interviewed and they're like go away bitch you're gonna like ruin the whole thing you remember her 
Wasn't that no. in Georgia? That weird, that very strange girl they were interviewing her, and she was like this bizarre, like I don't know, like she was like oh, she made yeah. it sound like the whole thing was like partisan, and yeah, and they were loving her because she was like awful, and right? Actually, I think they. I think they might have threw her in a river or something. <laughs> she never saw her again. They, they buried her after that. They tried. I remember that. I was like, oh, no, you're going to, like, fuck this whole thing up. You're a little weirdo. They, Trump world always seems like an SNL deal where they're constantly trying to, they're trying out new characters to see what'll work. You yeah. know, like. Yeah, like, here's a weird little fidgety girl that. that yeah. Is a, also an employee at a Target. She was the. she yeah, she what? was the the she was on the jury or something, and she kept on. I I know who you're talking about now. Like she was a weirdo, Dratch character or something. <laughs> like you know that she reminded that me of Gilly. Plays, uh, she always played that Barnitzva kid on SNL. Yeah. Like no, she reminded me more of Gilly. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, definitely a Kristen Wiig character. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like a weird, so weird. Another like. Kristen Wiig had a bunch of characters, and this was one. She was like, "Yeah, this is too similar." Like, my yeah, right. This is too close to Gilly. <laughs> yeah, like... well, there was that one that it was a Pinot. Is Gilly the one that would lie all the time? <sighs> my father. Yeah. He's a, I think so. Family. Yeah, I think that was Gilly. Yeah, yeah. No, Gilly was the one that kind of looked a little bit like uh, uh, Annie. Like what was the one with those real small hands? That was the no, that wasn't good. That one was great. That was like it was supposed to be like this classic group from the 50s or whatever. <laughs> and there was these sisters. Yeah. Like the the one sister, and she was like all fucked up. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> people would be like, this character did not age well. And I'd say, you know what? Shut up. This is the, <laughs> like, possibly one of the funniest things they did in decades. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. <laughs> <laughs> that the small hands and she had a giant fart. Yeah, yeah, that was it. And she would like get fucked up teeth, and she would say, like, she would like chime in, and the lyrics are all fucked up. Yeah, too. she looked like a giant Q-tip. She looked like a giant. <laughs> well, okay, so so this is the, the I think this is the real deal. Now they are saying here's here's the one thing people are saying is that um, now that she has brought her charges. Um, a lot of people are speculating that she's going to share everything she's learned with Jack Smith and she's going to let the federal prosecution go first. Um, but they, Trump has to surrender and so does Giuliani and yeah. I think all the other clowns that are on this. Yep. By, next Friday. by next Friday, the 25th. The Republican primary debate, the first one is on the 23rd. I think it's funny anyway. I don't think it has an effect because I think Trump had no intention of going to it anyway. I can't imagine him going to this now. I feel like he's gotten quiet. He was saying the word rigor, which is yeah. like, man, this fucking guy knows his base, dude. Yep. Like, those, those dirty riggers mm-hmm. are rigged. Yeah. Right, Joseph? Yeah. You have to say yeah. it. No, I mean, I... You have to say, the, you have to say it. The... <laughs> well, here's my theory. Here's my theory on... <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Um, I think he's going to skip the Republican debate and turn himself in as the debate's going on. Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> and that all the cameras will leave. If I Repu- were Trump, I would sabotage the Republican Party for like the next decade. Like, I yeah. would make sure that none of those clowns can 
I just think it's gonna be funny. I think this like Chris Christie's gonna like it's gonna he's gonna sound like the voice of reason. He's already come out. He's he's been like he was smart enough to jump off the Trump train. Mm-hmm. He got like fucking COVID. I remember that it was at that first yeah. day, and he wasn't taking it seriously. And then he got fucking COVID, and he he got bad, you know. And after that, he was like, "Yeah, dude, get vaccinated." He took that shit seriously. Yeah. And after that, he really just started like not liking Trump. And like I said, I don't like this guy. I don't like his politics. He's not an ally in any way. But I think that he is going to be the most honest Republican on yeah. state. Because all those other clowns are so scared to say anything about the Republican voting about Trump. But the funny thing about this whole thing is if Trump keeps saying the vote, the election was rigged by those. Say, yeah. Who were they, who were they rigged by Rod, they, they, the, he. It was so brutal. He he went on this tirade. <laughs> you better edit out when I said it because I don't like it. <laughs> no, he goes and, and he uses the word. He's talking about a rigged election, and yep. he kept using the word riggers, and <laughs> it was just so on? like I had to read it a couple times. I'm like, am I? This clearly is like a parrot, not a parody, but like. You know, someone trying to make him look bad. And I'm like, no, that's that's what he wrote. It was just such a bizarre. Um... It's so ridiculous. But like, the Republicans have to now date all these jackasses that like in the meet right wing media, in right wing politics, who said yeah, who won't admit that the election was not stolen, or they now have to be like, oh shit, none of these people are going to vote. Yeah. 30% of the people who voted for Trump are not going to vote. Right. It, it, I mean, 30% really... of them are going to be like, they are so, these are the kind of people that go, that still go to his rallies. These people are in that cult. They are like, they will never trust an election no. again. And the joke is, is that if you keep going by what Trump says, then you are calling to attention that your election might have been rigged. Yeah. Because you're in power. The Republican who's claiming the Republican politician in power claiming that the elections well, were false. You were voted in that year. Can you imagine being a Republican governor or Republican Secretary of State if your state doesn't go for Trump? I mean, you're you're fucked. You know, well, funny. Well, that happened with Brian Kemp's state went to. Yeah. But Brian Kemp is a total piece of shit. But he's like looking like the hero here. He basically said that like he came out and talked about the elections and everything. But this remember, this guy's probably like, you know what? I was smart about standing elections. I worked. He he was. Yeah. The, what was his position in 2018? He was the what? He was basically he was the Secretary of State. Yeah, he was the position that the other guy was in that Trump was trying Raffles to get. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is Brian Kemp in 2018 throughout the entire year was like, this guy is running in is running for governor and is using his power to basically remove votes, remove yeah. voters for what's what was her fate? What's her name? The one who uh, was- Stacey Abrams. Yeah, Stacey Abrams, that election was stolen because not like oh, stolen, like oh, the votes and they changed it. What he did was he made sure people couldn't vote. Yeah. He's probably yeah. like He's probably like Trump. You're an idiot. This is how you do it, right? Yeah, he. <laughs> no one, no one can claim that I asked to change the vote. They just didn't vote for some reason. They didn't vote. Like, yeah, for some reason, you know, Stacey Abrams was just. They didn't like her, man. For some reason they didn't show up. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the barriers I put up, or the 
poll stations I closed down or the names I removed from the list? I don't know. Well, I I think you're right that the the Republican Party is kind of at a, a crossroads. Um, they've really set themselves up to be. I mean, they've kind of held hostage by Trump, uh, and um, the the people debating are a pretty lackluster group. I think you're right. Christie is the uh, he could uh, end up standing out as the most entertaining one on stage because I bet you he'll be the one that has no problem attacking Trump. Yeah, well, criminal. Here here's the list of people who have qualified for the debate which is next wednesday it's a week from tonight um the qualified is a guy named doug bergham yeah i don't know what that is that's that yep he's a uh is he's that a the, will forte character in SNL? he's the what? governor of north dakota um, what is that a state what is that yeah it's it's the state right above south Dakota. how many how many sheep and cows voted for him yeah right um but uh, so that he's the first one who's qualified. Then we've got Meat, Meatball Ron. Um, he sucks on and then, every level. Oh, yeah. And then Nikki Haley. She is about as exciting as a boring episode of Veep. <laughs> yes. Yep. Uh, then you have Tim Scott. Um, that guy who, sucks on many terrible. levels. He he's, was being interviewed at, after the while. Hawaii wildfire, and he was like, "What about this out of control border?" Yeah, right. There's so many weird conspiracies about him that he is really Lindsey Graham's secret husband. Have you heard that one? No, but I. Yeah, uh, yeah it's really funny. I don't. Funny. It, I think like 90 percent, especially the conspiracies that get thrown out today, are all bullshit because they're yeah. like ridiculous. But this one's funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Because this guy's not like married and like he's really weird when you ask him yeah. like, if he had a girlfriend and everyone knows what Lindsey Graham is. Uh, right. Or, what was his name? Lady J? Or Lady G? <laughs> it's so oh ridiculous. God. It's like, come on. Like, it just sounds like they're just making this shit up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the last, the last person to qualify is Vivek Ramaswamy. That guy, I could see uh, see getting some attention because he's young, and he'll probably like just be somewhat charismatic. Did you see that cringe footage of him rapping at Iowa? Yeah, yeah. That guy's he sucks. He's the one that wants to raise the age of voting to like twenty five or something. So no one, no one says capturing the youth vote. Like right. uh, the idea of like I don't want you to legally allowed to vote. Now, the other people that have met the qualifications but have refused to sign a loyalty pledge include, <laughs> include and they, they refuse to sign for different reasons, Chris Christie, Mike Pence, and Donald Trump. See, Chris uh, Christie, that him that refusing to sign is a, a sign that he has no problem coming out and talking shit about Trump. Yeah, he will, Mike Pence, he will vote for Trump. Uh, Mike Pence... Uh, Probably the fact that Trump tried to have him killed that day. Yeah, I'm sure he's a little uh, he's a little miffed by that. Yeah, but mother wasn't happy that day. <laughs> um, and then Trump, because Trump has no loyalties and is a vile piece of shit. Yeah, and refused to refuses to recognize elect you know free and fair elections in any way whatsoever. Well. 
my my guess is that the debate's going to be fascinating. I do think it'd be funny if Trump turned himself in right when the debate started because yeah, that would be then brilliant. All the cameras would go to Trump and away from the debate. Yep. Um, it would prove his point that no one cares about these other people. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm a little surprised people aren't speculating that he's going to do that. Uh, anyway, I can see that that would be a brilliant. That's brilliant TV right there. Again, yeah. I want this man to be uh, flogged. Yeah. <laughs> he is. I'm sorry. Like you know, other people be like, "Oh, all these other politicians are shit. They're no. all bad. They do this. They do this." You know, nope. he he did all that and worse. And the guy is uh, nefarious. He he has done more damage to this country than any of our foreign adversaries have done. Yeah, that's why I say this to this day. He is a fucking puppet. Yeah. Of, he is like just uh, where they or like oh, where they call a puppet with no strings or doesn't realize he doesn't realize he's a puppet. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's uh, he's he's something. He's um, opened the door to all this rotten shit. And he's up yeah. with all these Republicans putting in these horrible policies over the years and just literally well, bringing fascism, anti-Semitism, extreme homophobia, transphobia, xenophobia, bring it to, to the point where it is that half or a third of the population of the United States thinks it's acceptable to say this shit without having faced well, any implications. He's also made, he's responsible for DeSantis, you know, I mean, he's kind of next on our list to talk about anyway, but DeSantis is like, he's just as bad as Trump in some ways he's, he's worse. Um, and we never, we never would have had a DeSantis if it weren't for Trump, you know? I mean, I think Florida still would have voted for some shitty Republican, no matter what, you know, you got fucking Rick Scott as governor for two terms and they voted for him for Senate. So it just shows that if it wasn't the sand, it'd be some other piece of shit. I just don't know if they would be so such performative chuds the way yeah. he is. I mean, like everything. This guy, like, okay. So the best thing too is, I hope that Trump. The one best thing that Trump can do is just totally fuck over the Republican Party to the point where they can't even run a proper candidate. Right. Like, like just totally dismantle them that they lose like almost every purple state blue you know what i mean like they just get they lose the house next year they lose, well like, the weird the weird the the hiccup here will be if the trials are going poorly for trump and they will and he and and let's say someone else gets the nomination out from under him I could see Trump throwing all his support to whoever gets the nomination simply because that's his only shot of the pardon. You know, but they can't pardon him for Georgia. No, they, right? You, they can't. He's so fucked. He's, that's he's why fucked this Georgia, Georgia one is the best thing to happen. Because yeah. the joke was, is like this asshole's running for president so he could pardon himself. Right. The joke is, is that if he even became president, he still would not be able to pardon himself for Georgia. And Brian Kemp hates his fucking guts. Yeah. I I think they I don't know. I, I think they they fucked themselves by uh you know, they're like, oh, why isn't Biden uh like like why is he is he quiet about this? I'll be honest, I haven't paid enough attention to realize like is he putting yeah. anything out? 
I mean, he's been focused on getting funds to Hawaii and stuff like that. I'm sure he's probably like, I don't need to say anything. These people are just going to implode on themselves. Why? Yeah, why would you? You know, if this is what your enemy is doing, let him do it. You gonna, If anyone asks, he he would just probably be like that thing he kind of does where he just kind of laughs and leaves. <laughs> yeah. You know? He'd be like, I don't know. Maybe they shouldn't have. Maybe Not today. Not what? today, Jack. He, yeah. he just maybe, like, I don't know. Maybe don't vote for a criminal for. Yeah. You know, let a criminal run your party. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's. Uh, and yeah. it's all these fucking clowns. What about that dumb lawyer, that woman that like. She's part of that whole QAnon shit. Talking about Sydney Powell. Yeah, isn't she one of them yeah. too? She is. Yeah. Wow. She. The people that are indicted are. Um, let's see, I have a list here. Uh, the the big names are uh, Trump, Rudy Giuliani, Kenneth Cheesebro, Mark Meadows. Make uh, up names now. <laughs> Sydney Powell, John Eastman. Is Lewandowski one of them? Uh no. Uh, oh man, I, I that would have been yeah, awesome. That guy's such a douchebag. I was thinking that they would get um uh Roger Stone too, and they didn't. Um Jeffrey Clark. Roger Stone has never act. I feel like he's just kind of been like a like a personality these days and doesn't Yeah, know. but but like that's the thing is like with Rico charges, it really broadens who you can charge. And I oh, they can get like Alex Jones then. Yeah, Alex Jones like glued to the hip to Roger Stone. Yeah, so I don't know, um, but uh, yeah, it'll be. I love amazing. when the Republicans are like, when you see like Boebert, and then they're like, if they could do it to him, they could do it to you. And right. like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, what? I've, ne- I've never interfered in an election. I've never been a president. Yeah, I never, <laughs> I never had the ability to get thousands of people to. Uh, try to destroy the capital right like so. i have a hard time getting my kid to like brush his teeth like what the fuck are you talking about like i sit there and yeah like, no if trump if, if they could do it to him man they could do it to me too what are they gonna do to you yeah it's so stupid what a dumb fucking thing to say yeah and then again, it makes these no sense. Are fucking idiots <laughs> and they know it they know they're these fucking people are idiots yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, the Ron DeSantis sure. thing. Okay, so one of the things we'll move on it. There's not much to say. The guy, uh, the best thing about Ron DeSantis is that he's proven that no one likes Ron DeSantis. I, I no still one. think he's a threat until he is, uh, you know, until yeah. he drops out. Like I said, I'm sure he probably him and whoever works from still probably thinking like, stay in, because once Trump is. You know, or gets to the point where he cannot run a campaign. Like the joke is, Trump will never not run. He'll right. stay in the race all the way up till the last primary vote. He won't be doing rallies or doing anything, but his name will be on the fucking yeah. ballot, and he will probably end up winning the primary anyway. Yeah, I would think. You know, and DeSantis people are probably like, just stay in. They're gonna, they're gonna like, you know, you'll get all the people, and it's like, no. These people are not going to no. vote for you. No. If but, he wins the nomination, he'll only get like two-thirds of the Republican electorate. Maybe. You know? Yeah, and so, it's like, yeah. why would you vote? Why would you? If yeah. you don't believe elections are real anymore, look what they did to Trump. Look what they did to him. Mm-hmm. They could do that to him. They could do that to you. And like, uh, but DeSantis, so 
I guess that something came up and he's like, I, he said that he's moved on from Disney or something. Yeah. But Disney has a lawsuit against him, right? Yeah. You know what it's for? It is for, it's a freedom of speech issue. They said that they're, that DeSantis is targeting political speech. Yeah. Well, I don't think DeSantis, he should have. I'm glad he's, I'm glad he's fine with it. DeSantis is getting sued by a lot of people. There's a lot of court cases going forth uh, against DeSantis, against the Florida government. And now more and more people, he's, he, he's slowly beginning to realize that his woke bullshit, you know, like anti-woke crusade, it doesn't just doesn't resonate. Anything. Doesn't, yeah. You want to just talk about this then? Uh, and then we'll move on to uh, Hawaii after. Why yeah. don't we talk about the schools? Since it, Kind of yes, in the schools and everything, what's going on in Texas and all that, and just any Arkansas where they what was it in Arkansas? They basically got rid of like African American uh history. That's insane. It really is crazy because it's so go ahead. It's it started a long time ago when when uh conservative states like Texas and Florida would demand that school books adhere to their ideology you know they would want things like you know well the they would want to both sides the holocaust yeah. or shit like that both so, sides slavery both sides the civil war yeah. which was a, a project done by like the daughters of the confederacy like decades yeah. ago. so for, for years for years california like a lot of progressive states they never made demands on these textbook publishers they just assumed that historians would together would get together produce a book and then people would buy it but states like texas and and florida would say well we're not buying any books that say slavery was about race you know uh and so because they're such huge states the textbooks would come out and all these other states would buy them too yeah so like uh you know maryland may be a progressive state but they're gonna have to buy textbooks that were geared towards florida anyway florida went on a big run they got rid of a bunch of university uh people now a lot of the universities in florida are run literally by non-academics people that never worked in higher education all right-wing ideologues all just right-wing talk show hosts and ideologues and you know, very few of them have any background in the subjects. Some of them don't even have fucking degrees. Yeah, it's, it's really embarrassing, and they've gotten rid of uh, <clears throat> African American world history, African American history. They've shut down libraries. I mean, they've really just done a number on the schools, and parents are overwhelmed. You know, even good parents, they you can be as progressive as, as you want, but like. If you don't have a ton of money, what do you what are you gonna do? You gotta send your kids to school. You know, you can't afford a private school. They're stuck. I know um, the right wing trying to put well one, all these things they work in tan they they there's like a bunch of bone things that the right like about what they're doing. Yes. One, yeah. they want to distort history, they don't want people. This is a white, this is a white country. That's how they see it. It's a white Anglo-Saxon country, it was founded by good white christians that's how yeah. they see it and they don't want to be told they don't want their precious little children to be told that uh you know slaves were bad <laughs> the whole idea of slavery was bad right. 
they don't want anyone to know that they don't want them to know why uh, there's a clan robe in there uh in the attic grandpa's clan robe or you know like what's that about they don't yeah. want them to know about that they don't want they don't want kids to be educated they don't want them to learn about things they don't want to learn about black history or anything like that it is the idea that like slave teaching like slavery is a choice is absolutely disgusting yeah you know, this is a little unrelated but michael flynn who is yeah. part of the whole I saw this yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Where he was at something and he said that, like, he basically blamed the Jewish people, not for the Holocaust, but for allowing themselves to be taken in by the Nazis. Like, as if they just thought, like, oh, we're we're just going somewhere. Oh, this is our fault. It's insane. What a fucked up thing to do say. Like, what? It totally removes the fault of, you know, the Nazis. Yeah. And other and racist and puts it on the victim. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's that is it's the same argument as like, well, what were you wearing? You know, before you got assaulted. You know, yeah. Like, what, yeah. what were you wearing? Oh, that low top? No. Yeah. That's your fault. Yeah. Well, the 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 schools are being targeted. I mean, they have been for a while, but it's really depressing, you know, and, and, um, but this, uh, and again, this is all meant to destroy public education too. Yeah. You know, that family, you said that it's like, well, I live here and I can't afford to send my kid. Oh, well now there's a school voucher, but the school voucher, it still sucks. It doesn't, you, you know, it's bullshit. Yeah. Well, the they, school... want to provide, they don't want to provide an education. They want a permanent piss on class. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, like I, I know, I know in the past, on past uh, episodes, I've talked about like, well, these te- these parents shouldn't take it, you know. But like, I I do, I mean, I get how like it's easier said than done. It's easier said. I get that. I mean, I know that, but um, uh, it's it's real stunning. I mean, like the 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 superintendent in Houston, uh, they elected a superintendent, but Greg Abbott said no. Here's some, you're getting a new one. My buddy Mike Miles. Um, the guy's a clown. He's That's terrible. That's the one that wants to get rid of libraries and turn them. All he did it. Basically, he did it. Right? It's actually yeah. happening. We it talked happened. about that a couple episodes ago. They, they basically want to get rid of all the libraries in Houston. I guess they did it, and they want to turn them into basically like a detention center. Detention centers. And it's anyway, insane. they've been they've been showing on TikTok. There's a lot of footage of the first few days at school in Houston. There's no teachers. Like no teachers available a lot of them just didn't come back they got other jobs um there's millions of kids in the hallway with like nowhere to go the lunch lines all done on purpose these people are so fucking evil it's unbelievable so i don't i guess that's where i'm coming from is like if the schools are like not effective anyway then why aren't these why aren't these kids marching on this guy's office you know why aren't they throwing rocks through his window i mean i'm I don't. I don't. I'm, I know. I'm kind of like speaking, kind of hype uh, with hyperbole here, but um, I don't. It's just frustrating, and it's this coordinated effort. You saw it in Arkansas today uh, or yesterday. They talked about getting rid of African American history. That's it's, insane. It's That's state so, after state. So and, and this is all. Don't forget, Arkansas is also the state that basically made it legal to uh, basically hire like a what a fourteen year old or thirteen year old or something like that. Oh, Arkansas is the birthplace of the Klan. That's where the Klan started. Well, you got that fucking beast as the governor. Yeah. Beast. I don't well, 
I mean, she literally is a beast. I mean, not like because she's you know gross. I mean, like she is gross. <laughs> she looks like basket case. Um, <laughs> Eli, we're saying this. <laughs> I love when people like post the clips of it of him coming out of the basket. It's like the shittiest puppet. It's so yeah. um well I don't know. My my fear isn't like you and like I you. you and I were talking uh beforehand, like if my kid doesn't get a good education in school, I can fill in the blanks. Same with you. You know, you were talking about how you you had like some background and like these different things and you can kind of coach your kid through it. But Rob, like, oh, you're talking about, you sure you're talking to the right person? But like, <laughs> he's fucked. No, I'm just kidding. My, like wife, 15, my wife is definitely more uh, the the one that can do that. Work. But like 15 years from now, wash your hands, kid. That's my only advice to you. Just wash your hands. 15 years from now, thank me later. Our, our kids will be trying to teach, you know, their own kids. Like, and they'll only have like third hand knowledge of some of this. Yeah, stuff. like a photocopy of a photocopy. Yeah, it's it'll be like Planet of the Apes or something. Yeah, I'm telling like, you, this is such a coordinated effort to like just turn yeah. a, a whole peon. This is how you destroy unions. This is how yeah. you destroy independent thought. This is a, that's what I love when all these clowns are like free thinkers. And it's like, dude, you are literally the opposite of a free thinker. Yeah. Like, it is insane the idea of like showing tolerance towards people. That's the intolerance. What? Well, what? That's fascism. Being told that we have to accept people, that's fascism. My, I might want to look up definitions. My problem is that it used to be up until recently, I thought, well, a lot of this can be addressed locally. Like you can elect school board members, you can elect uh, your local prosecutors, but now your local yokel. Now the the Republicans are just Ron DeSantis doesn't like who you elected. He'll replace them. Yeah, with a far right wing ideologue. Yeah, they it, just, he Greg, did that twice already. He'll do Greg it again. A, yeah, Greg Abbott doesn't like who you elected as your school superintendent. He'll just put a new one in. He tell you, know, you though. That fucking guy, I hope he gets sued shit by so many different things, but hopefully if his his run for presidency is a failure, it will fucking sink him. Yeah. He will lose all clout outside of Florida, and he will lose probably some clout in Florida as well. There will be other people who are going to see him. They're going to see him as weak, and they're going to try to come in, and they will – but he's done, right? After this, he can't run again, right? Even I though think I'm sure they'll – I'm sure they'll try to change that he could run for governor again. They might, but if he fails as bad as he's failing currently, he they might not. They might not. They yeah. might be like, "Nah, we're good." You the know, only I mean, thing like that guy had going for him was he was a copy of Trump. That was yeah. it. He was just a copy of Trump, and he, it was all performative. And the guy, I guess, the joke is running for president. He's trying to not be Trump. Yeah. And it's backfiring. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I hope wow. they all kill. I hope they all kill each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he he. DeSantis is definitely kind of like floundering. I know when he was on, he was on that interview saying like, "Oh, Disney should just move on," and you know, let's all. I mean, Fuck it's that. yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah. I mean, he he's really dug a deep hole. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like I, I would say he's. 
he's about to learn a lesson, but he'll never learn a lesson, but he's about to go through some discomfort. Yeah. I mean, whatever. The problem with people like him, and this is the problem with the Republican Party in general these days, is that they, and I feel like this started a lot with George W. Bush. Mm. They put out people that almost, they take pride that like half the country fucking hates them. Yeah. They They get off on it. Anything to reach out. Bush really started that. It really started that with 2000. And like, he would just, all this like pettiness shit, you, it was there in those, his eight years of presidency. Wasn't as extreme. Uh, there was still like that pop and circumstance and yeah. graciousness or whatever bullshit. You know, just your standard like, well, he was nice to Obama when. Yeah. But he well, also didn't let them stay at the house. You remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. That, yeah. Not so gracious there, buddy. No, um, he was he was an asshole. I mean, but you're right. He's a he, massive asshole. He but at like, least kept up um some of the niceties but, or but all that stuff started with him with the whole like you don't have to have the majority of the country like you. Yeah. And it's true because the majority of the country did not vote for him in the first election. Well, it was to a lot of like the people around him, like Carl Rove was a big oh, Carl Rove was, of that. And yeah, he's a horrible they thing. lost the popular vote and they walk in talking about a mandate. I mean, that's yeah, that's a... and then he wins by like the skin of his teeth in 2004 and yeah. he acts like he won by like a landslide. Yep. But that's how they operate. But yeah. after that, it was like the Republicans were like, yeah, we don't have to try to have a candidate that is likable, no. that can appeal to anyone. We don't give a fuck. We're actually talking about taking away the right of like all the young people to vote because we mm. will never appeal to them. That's why this Vivek guy, they're going to try to run him as this like young guy who yeah. crap and do this. Dude, you just said that all the people that you're so full trying to appeal to. You don't want them to vote for you. Yeah. You want to make it that they can't vote for you. So good luck with that one, Vivek. And they're not going to vote for him. He's a yeah. he's, he like he's Hindu. They're not going to vote for him. Nah. Will they vote for him for like Congress? Maybe. Sure. Vote for, him for like uh, governor? Mm. Well, that's on the one, state. A district. Not, like, party. No fucking way are they going to vote for him for president. Nah. No fucking way. No. They. Nah. they no, it has to be a Christian. No fucking way. What were you going to say? Well, um, a, a, a district might vote for him. Like if he could, he could find a progressive or a like an Indian heavy Republican. Well, I mean, he might do real well in an area that's got like a heavy South Asian population. Yeah, no one's ever like heard of him. So. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. He's a non. But it's just funny, though, that the one guy that maybe could have some appeal to younger people mm. literally came out and said, I want to make it that you legally are not allowed to vote. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, like that's the funny thing about the Republicans. They, they've like, they, that's all it's been about with DeSantis and like going after woke and all that. It's like all they did was narrow cast. Yeah. Played in the worst parts of the Internet. And like very niche and specific certain kinds of right wingers, and it's funny because they think, "Oh, I don't need. I just need to get these people to vote for me." And it's like not for a presidential election, no. Yeah, it's crazy. They 
it's like even like you know back in the day when like McCain ran against Obama, you could see like he he try to appeal to people, you know, try to mm-hmm. somehow maybe get people who are a little scared of Obama on the Democratic side vote for him. But like that doesn't even exist. It's like they they take pride in like people not liking him. They think that's yeah. they think that's like a notch on their belt. They're like, yeah, this I'm like the king of shitheads. Yeah. It's uh weird. Trump like took that and ran with it, and then all these other clowns that are not Trump have basically performed that way. It's really funny, actually. Yeah. Why they we'll see. I mean, again, I don't I don't want to knock on wood or anything, but as right. of right now, I think whatever they have to offer is if I was Biden right now, I'd be just sitting there giggling. Pretty happy. <laughs> Pretty happy. Like, yeah, what? I'd be pretty happy. Like, you know what, yeah. Jack? I'm gonna have some ice cream. <laughs> some ice cream with corn pop. He turns into like, yeah, he turns into like a. Fi- he gains like 400 pounds. <laughs> he, he just he keeps eating ice cream. He's like, he's like, he has nothing to worry about anymore. Yeah. Biden, he looks a little thick. Well, they say they say that Biden has like four staffers on his reelection campaign, and he's spending no money. And he's raking a ton of money in because he's essentially he like after right now. Yeah, fuck it. That's well. That's always been the advantage of being the uh, the incumbent. Yeah. Was that you had the power of the presidency. Yeah. Well. All right. So so the the other the weird thing here, uh, kind of in the backdrop of of all this, has been the Hawaii disaster. It's kind of gotten. I feel like it's gotten a little overlooked because. Uh, the Trump indictment and uh, it's not on the mainland. It's it's yeah. It's like on the literally on the other side of the planet. Uh, and even like even if you know about it, it is kind of hard to conceptualize Hawaii. It's like a string of islands. Hawaii is like um, what is it, like thirty islands or something. Crazy? Yeah, it's a lot. Um, there's like the main island, but then there's like all these like small ones. Well, the main island isn't even the big one. The main island is like the the big island is not the one most people live on. Uh, it's like uh, there's like Oahu and Maui. Anyway, so uh, this has been a, a catastrophic disaster. I heard today uh, on the like 6 p.m. news or whatever that about a thousand people are missing. There may be a thousand dead people. Oh, uh, yeah. They showed before and after. It's awful. It's so bananas. again, this is probably like, a, you know, they said that like they added like they think this was started by like uh, electric fryer or something or yeah i i've heard that and then i heard it was kind of compounded by a series of like failures basically some failures in planning and some failures in like uh emergency management but um people are saying that it was just it's a, a string of bad things well yeah i don't know what to say i mean it it there's all these kind of fires that are happening now. It's all because like it's either too dry, the air like yep. in certain areas, and like when it does rain, it rains like it's like these insane storms that come out of nowhere. But yeah. we're not getting like these these regular rainfalls that would like keep things nice and moisture and like so all these areas are just getting uniting in flame and 
it's happening everywhere. It's and it's again due to climate change. So the yeah. fucked up thing is, there's all these conspiracies that cause come out of it. The right wing cannot, right wing media like Tim Pool and all these people are pushing conspiracies that, um, uh, it was China that did it actually. China yeah. shot a laser and started the fire in uh in Hawaii. That's it. Well, they need that's anything. That's it. Of course, that's it. That makes anything sense. to take away from the fact that this could be what we have to live with now because of climate change. Well, those that, people are all in the pockets of like fracking industry and oil yeah. companies and stuff, polluters. So they're all disingenuous and they're all fucking liars. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, they have a uh, they have an agenda, fact. and it's it's real easy to muddy the waters, you know. Um, I don't know. It's it's a shame because I I think this is one more big thing of climate change, uh, and you can see why the Republican Party so much loves these conspiracy theorists because they just throw sand in the mix, you know. Yeah. Um, like it's it's ridiculous that newscasts have to spend time on talking about how maybe it wasn't a laser that did this rather than like just saying that this is this is what we have to live with now because we we use fossil fuels too much yeah it's well they again they it's like this is what we're talking about like education the, like people who are not being properly educated and they're not learning any reasoning and they fall for bullshit like this like oh yeah of course it has to be lasers from china that makes yeah. sense well and a lot of these things just like they fly in the face of reason like why would they spit why would they specifically pick this one island and why yeah that's a nice one no it makes no sense why not someplace out in montana or like why i mean like Fire start all like the time. Long Island or like uh yeah and fire start all the time in california i don't know it just none of it makes west sense coast, it, it erupt the whole west coast it could probably be done very easily actually like mm -hmm. why would they pick this one specific island in hawaii oh yeah. that's the one that's in moana <laughs> yeah so yeah. like it's something stupid like it's idiotic it, it, it sucks because yeah there's people who have real pain real loss death and these jackasses trying to like turn everything into a conspiracy you know they did it with yeah. Facebook yeah they want people to have a, an actual uh you know adult conversation of like you know what maybe we should make it easy for people to get like you know weapons of warfare you know yeah. maybe maybe we need to like remove those i don't use that for hunting anyway I mean, right you know, real, yeah. you know, but no, it's not. It's a conspiracy. It's all, and then yeah, the, the Hawaii thing. Oh, clearly, you know, I, I saw like a clip of Temple, and they were talking about like, oh, look, what they, like Marjorie Taylor Green when she claimed about the lasers. Oh, maybe she yeah. was right, and it's like, oh my god, Come on. they're so pathetic. Yeah, that, that's the same guy who, uh, like literally tweeted like Civil War like a thousand times. Yeah, got arrested, and it's like. Really? Over Trump? Really? <laughs> yeah. This fucking guy lives on a compound, is like a multi-millionaire. Like, he is not participating in any civil wars. No. He's going to get one of his, one or two of his idiot followers, yeah. To go out and do something stupid and either hurt someone or get killed, or they get killed. Yeah. Doing. And then he would deny it completely. Yeah. 
What a yeah. fucking that guy sucks. He's terrible. He's yeah, garbage. It's funny. People are coming out and re- saying that, like, you know, because his whole claim to fame was that he guess he was like a reporter for Vice. When, yeah. Uh, during Occupy, and that's really I guess that's where he got his name from was being a reporter. And they they said it came out that he was a snitch to the police. <laughs> so he's always been like a a chud. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I. The Hawaii thing is like I can't even process it. It's it's like you see about these fires. Like remember, like a couple months ago when like the skies were red in New York. Yeah, like, York City, Canadian because, like, fires. Yeah, because it comes down, uh, you know, upstate New York, and you know, Canada's not that far from us. No, and uh, I guess it happened again. Not as bad, but it happened again. Yeah, it was a couple times over the summer. Uh, it happened, and you're right. There was one where it was real bad, but there's others where they'd also have effects. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, like again, like until climate change is addressed, we're just going to get more and more stuff like this. We probably get more and more stuff like this anyway. There's too Um, many clowns that have big platforms that can spread these lies and make it that people, you know, again, it's all about key. You know, these conspiracies, these dumb right wing conspiracies that have been coming out for years. The whole goal is to keep your eye off the ball. Right. Yeah. So that and disempower you. Oh no, it's not the people you vote for. There's a secret cabal of rich Jews that control everything, and you just have no say. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do about it? You can talk about it and complain. Yeah. That's like the main. That's like so fucked up. (laughs) I don't know. Speaking of uh, speak bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. uh, We called it weird ginger chud singer. Yeah. You have this guy's name? Um, I don't. Uh let's see. What is this guy's name? Uh this guy um, ended up on my feed everywhere. Yeah. Um he is uh Rich Man North of Richmond, I think it was the name of his song. Uh Rich Rich Man North of Richmond. Um what is this guy's name? Um uh, Oliver Anthony, is that it? Yeah. Yeah, Oliver Anthony. Um, and he's garbage. I mean, he's 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 just sort of like I don't know. I don't know how he got popular. Like I I know I know music, right? And in yeah. every town, there's a bunch of good bands that no one will ever hear of. Yeah. You know? And I'm sure that most of them are like apolitical, and then some are probably pretty leftist, and then a, probably the smallest amount is like the chud artists, you know. Chud artists, yeah. my favorite right. artist. Yeah, um, this guy, like, it's all astroturf. Like everyone on the right was like pushing it. Somebody like, he's singing the song of the generation. It's really yeah, <laughs> and uh, I guess he was being propped up by some crypto schemer or something. Yeah. I I have heard that too. Um, well, I I mean this whole thing is probably a flash of pan. I don't think we're ever going to see this jackass again. Yeah. Stuff came out about him. He's a fucking 9/11 truther who said that Israelis were dancing in the street when that Yeah. Was. Um I mean shock. I can't believe that. I, I right. Was, I was blown away by that. Actually, I would be blown away if he said the opposite. Yeah. I'd be like, "Whoa. I didn't expect that from you." Right. 
He, I mean, he just a little uh, more nuanced and in depth than I thought. At face value, he looks like he's going to have real shitty opinions, um, and he does. He uh, just, uh, I mean, the songs is it's his lame ass song, and it's singing. It's sung like uh, as if it's just like about the down home struggle of America, right? And then, like, the song goes on about well, one, it's in North of Richmond or something, which is like a reference to like the Confederacy or something. Well, the yeah, the if you talk, I mean, directly north of Richmond is Washington D.C., so I guess it's like an anti-Washington D.C. song. But he talks about it from the perspective of Richmond, which was the capital of the Confederacy. Yeah, um, okay. So this guy's trash right up the bat. Yeah, I mean, it just well, seems like there's a lot of coded messages in there. You listen to it, and one of the lines in the song was about, like, uh, <laughs> like, is it like, like, who wrote this? This is, like, yeah. it's written by, like, a douchebag. Like, well, clearly. Uh, there's, like, something about the person being five foot three and eating, like, uh, being on the government. Yeah. You know, like I'm working, I'm working so hard, and these people who are only five foot three and weigh seven hundred pounds, eating chocolate mint cookies or something. Yeah. I was like, "What?" It this just guy... struck me as really antiquated. Like I didn't think people still, I didn't think that was still a stereotype. Yeah, like, did Rush Limbaugh write this song? Yeah, it just was like, "Wow, that's like an uh, early '90s, eight late '80s." It's you like know, stereotype. Yeah, Limbaugh would have wrote, like, oh, see, you work so hard, and there's this five foot three. It's like he weighs 500 pounds and eats off the government. It's like someone getting mad that kids today sag their pants. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, okay. I and I love it too. Like, they try to like package this guy like as if he's some like the man at salt of the earth. And then, like, you know, they have he looks like someone from Deliverance. Like, yeah, you know, uh, it was weird that in the song he said squeal like a pig. I thought that was strange. <laughs> yeah, that page. was <laughs> it's an <laughs> odd refrain. Um, yeah, yeah that was strange. <laughs> squeal like a pig. Um, again, everyone was like making fun of him. There was like one guy who changed the lyrics and said that like, he worked at the dick sucking factory. <laughs> I, I said, uh, well, I had a couple of them. Um, uh, one of them kind of picked up a bit but i i did one where i changed the lyrics with the picture of him yep. saying he looks yep. gross first of all he looks like the yeah. guy burbs the he the... looks like ron weasley's nutsack like yeah. yeah like ron weasley if he didn't shave his nutsack or trim his nutsack <laughs> yeah seven years that, that would that's, be yeah wow. that's his head yeah <laughs> yeah his nutsack is taking over his whole body uh i Lyrics, I changed the lyrics. I said, I pretend to know about economic dread, and some of you will call me a Fed, but I'm really just a GOP psyop, and you all find out I have a very rich pop. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And then I said, uh, Why is the right wing propping up the weirdo from the burbs? So, <laughs> that was, he does look like that. Yeah. And I posted, I said, I was comparing the newest Chud megastar to Courtney Gaines, character in Burbs. Gaines just played a similar character in The Wrath of Becky, a great movie where a teenage girl who kills Proud Boys and Patriot Fuck members. That's yeah. a good movie. You should check it out. It's right, we'll check Wrath that out. Becky. They, it's a sequel, actually, to Becky. It's this young girl. Or, or, yeah, I think she's like, she's like, probably like 13 or whatever, the first one. And she's raised by like a survivalist or whatever. And their yeah. house, dad gets killed and her dad, house is being invaded by not literal nazis oh, God. leader of the nazis is played by kevin james which is kind of funny okay that's funny cool. yeah and then 
the sequel came out it takes place a couple years later now she's like an I don't know, she's like 17 or whatever. And uh Sean William Scott is the leader of the, of a of a, a Proud Boys like Patriot Front. Type yeah. And she takes them on. And that oh, guy is, he's great in this. And he sings like a song, like a country, he crins like a song, just like that guy. That's why nice. I say it's really funny. Um this fucking jackass because they knew you'd look down your nose at his vibes rather than call sure. out his anti-poor rhetoric and i said Get the fuck out of here <laughs> you want to lead us to crucify him as poor redneck and that's the point because irl he's a corpo suit aping the aesthetic said i'm not an elitist <laughs> yeah. astroturf grifters who speak for the power can also look like inbreds yeah <laughs> this guy like it's that classic like Okay, you're talking about like the working class and everything, but then you're just punching down. Yeah, it's not. I mean, like from the Heritage Foundation, right? Write this for you. Yeah, it's 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 disappointing because like it's built on grievance, and yeah. uh, if you are if you're poor, or disadvantaged, then the key for it is solidarity. That's just. I mean, I know that sounds kind of like a a slogan or whatever, but like you join together with other people in a similar situation and through that you overcome uh the obstacle or whatever that's why i don't trust any of those like <clears throat> anyone who claims to be on the left and media and stuff like that but then they're like uh i don't fall for that uh, uh pronoun thing or I don't yeah fall for that. i'm like right. that's weird it doesn't sound like you're trying to uh it doesn't seem like you're trying to have solidarity you're yeah What's it called? I, inclusive? Is that the yeah? Term? It's inclusive inclusivity. Yeah, I mean, you like there's a lot of shit I don't understand. Like, I don't. I honestly, I I still don't understand like the scope of transgenderism. Or, but I don't got to. I got all I got to do is think like, oh, these people are are being pushed around. Exactly. I don't, like, I don't why like do you need to fucking know? I don't. Yeah, I don't need a primer. Are you curious? On it? Do you want to be? <laughs> Do you are you thinking that maybe you're not in your right gender or something? I think that's such a stupid thing. Yeah. Your research. What do you have to do? You fucking right. widow. What, are you just, looking up trans porn or something? What the fuck? Dude? I just, what a bizarre. I gotta, yeah. What a bizarre. I, people are fucking weird. Like, all I gotta do is listen to a few people uh, that that um, are of that community, and then you kind of figure out like, okay, this is what they are looking for, and then you. You do your best to kind of provide it. You know, I mean, it's, it's not a complicated yeah, thing. It's like I, mean, it's like, I have to do a ton of research. On yeah. Like, I, there's a ton of shit I don't understand that I, I don't understand how airplanes work. You know, I still get on airplanes and fly. <laughs> I mean, I, I do I a lot of research. I had to become an aero, uh, aero uh, specialist. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, fuck, fuck, I don't, I don't I need to know that, that shit. Like before I aero engineer, I have no idea. <laughs> They tell me to sit down and put on my seatbelt, and then I I do that, and then the, the plane gets me to where I'm going, and then everyone's happy. I mean, it's just like I don't know. I mean, I so anyway, when this guy gets up and his whole shtick is like, not you know, we should get together and and it's more like I named the song is named after something which is a reference to the fucking yeah racist South. And then I said, uh, new right-wing hero, folk hero sensation, Arlo Grifter. Yeah. His <laughs> song, These Boots Were Meant for Licking. I think right. some people didn't realize I was joking. Yeah. Probably. Well, speaking of, speaking of jokes, hopefully this guy, I mean, this one girl, like, I've seen her on Twitter. She has, like, a big following with that. She's like, 
God, I don't want to see this fucking guy on my feed anymore. Like, yeah, that, he dominated Twitter, but man, there was so many good takedowns. Of, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, like making fun of the lyrics and like they again, there was just like this pathetic attempt at the right to like astroturf this guy, and it was just like like you said, there's so many musicians out there. Yeah, way better music. Like, why is this clown? And it's like. It just made no sense. Like usually, when you, I don't know, it it something seemed like a little astroturfed. So a lot of these Republican Party people are really just like multi-level marketing scheme artists. Yeah. Also, what's it called? Like, were they, you know, junk mail was another word for it. Um, like you're not talking about like mass mail. I mean, like mass yeah, mass mail, mail. But there's yeah, a word. Yeah. For it. But whatever. The point is, like, you know, you send it out. And like the knowing that ninety five percent of it will be destroyed, that people ninety five percent are not going to look, but the five percent that will look, you will get a, a handsome profit in return. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, I forgot the term for it, but I feel like a lot of Republicans work that way too. They get this guy to go out there. Most people like reject it, and they're like, oh, "This is bullshit." And then there's always like a couple of percent who are like, "He's really saying." Wow. Yeah. I all. too, I too am angered by shorter people eating fudge rounds. You know, like <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what to be angry with today. Right, Weasley's ball sack. You know, it's just so shape. weird. Like, like, <laughs> like if you look at the the great, and I'm not even talking about the it's super pull attack on five foot three people. What's that about? That was oh, a weird. That, that's some. <laughs> That was real specific. He, no, it's like it's racism. It's a uh, because like yeah, I, I'm not even fucking yeah. Sorry. Well, anyway, he. It's not like um I'm trying to think of like a a, a non political artist like like a lot of um uh not John Coot not John Mellencamp but th- there's been, look there's been a ton of artists that like sing for the working man. It's not even political, but they the the idea is that you it's all broad. the what it's it's broad it's like it's yeah uh, all the working men kind of get together it, it's all based on solidarity the really good songs whether they're political or not are based on like solidarity John springsteen song where he was like born in the usa except for well, the five for three beat fudge rounds springsteen what well, spring springsteen can get political and i guess you know who's a good example is billy joel billy yeah. joel will sing songs about like solidarity amongst the um, <laughs> marginalized class, and they're not necessarily political, you know. Well, like, Springsteen uh, got misinterpreted. Where like he's political, but like I still think he like a lot of conservative people probably like him, don't even realize it. There's, right? Yeah. No, I agree. Like Reagan like used one of his songs, and there was like "Born in the USA," and he was like, "Dude, that's not a. It's not what you think." He. Yeah, it's not. It's a real. Uh, uh, an, it's an anti-war song, and kind of a. Uh, uh, anyway, the, break. <laughs> uh, even like like Billy Joel's songs that get like a little political, like Allentown uh, about closing down the steel mills in Pennsylvania. And so like even those aren't like overtly political. They're just more like we're all in this together. Like that's all, all his songs are kind of like we're all in this. And a lot of good non-political songs about the working class are based on that but like these chud songs are based on grievance and and segmentation you know they're like we're here i am uh just picking in a grinning with my steel guitar 
making an honest day's work. Uh, whereas this shorter woman over there is eating fudge cookies. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> dude, maybe put down your guitar and go to the Dollar General and get a job or something. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, he doesn't need one because his dad's probably loaded. Yeah, probably. So, all right. So I, I do, though, like the notion of him as like a a caricature, a caricature, a character the GOP has rolled out. And we, we may have seen another character rolled out lately uh recently in dallas um her name is tiffany gomez tiffany Go- gomez or gomez or gomez or Go- uh, gomez uh so this is anyone who wants to know what this is this is the lady who had a manic episode on a plane saying yeah. claiming that uh a uh lizard man was on the plane and yep. they, had, they kicked her off and there's <laughs> out about uh, of her freaking out even in the airport asking her to leave and yeah. thing and then she said that everyone's gonna die in that plane everyone's God. gonna die. i'm pretty sure the plane landed i think everyone was fine right not yeah yeah everyone was fine where the plane got taken to the future uh <laughs> yeah. yeah so she oh there's some great someone made a one a, a picture of her saying that motherfucker's not real and the whole uh plane is filled with like martian a jackalope a unicorn <laughs> it's pretty funny actually like that's a good one it's like all these different like mythological creatures and cryptids on the plane and it's it's just the best one i saw was on tiktok where uh she they had her doing her thing and then there's a guy in an airplane seat and it said like you know 30 minutes after the edibles and he's just kind of looking around nervously like He's not sure if he's real and she's like on to him or something. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, the edibles drop right there. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, so, yeah, she was, I mean, she's like kind of a, a, a even like in disarray. She's a pretty woman, um, but she's like a white That's woman. That's all that matters. A wealthy white woman from Dallas. <laughs> she's, she's like uh, lives in a $1.6 million house in Dallas. I think she's like a marketing, a marketing person. So of course. A video comes out like a couple of days, like, Monday, uh, or maybe it was like Sounds... yeah, it might have been even yesterday. I don't know. A video come a video. She puts out a video like a weird apology. I, didn't, I could not watch the whole thing. It went on for like a while. It's a she lengthy like, video. Yeah, she's promoting a website. I don't know. It's like a weird. Is it an apology? I don't know. It's super bizarre. Uh, I the thing I found weird about it was she posted on Twitter, and again, just like the way this that clown we were just talking about got yeah on the right. Like Marjorie Taylor Greene is like applauding her and all these other weird right wing characters. And I'm like, this is sus as fuck. Why would Marjorie Taylor Greene take her time out of day to con- congratulate the fucking airplane lady? Like, that's yeah. Uh, but then there was all these conspiracies. My favorite, like, they say, like, that's not her. She looks totally different. Well, it's like, first of all, <laughs> she's wearing makeup, a ton of makeup. Yeah. And stuff. The footage that we saw her on the plane is like not close up. No, it's, it's a it's a person's cell phone. I mean, it's a yeah, amateur, like, uh, it's not even like a good one. Or or no. they're filming it on like TikTok, so it's, sometimes it gets like grainy or something. I don't yeah, know, like footage quality is reduced. So she's close up. She's got a shit ton of makeup on. Uh, she's not having a manic episode where right. she's saying that a lizard man's on a plane. I guess yeah. her accent was different. I don't know. Whatever. Point being, 
it, it is weird because it's like, why are you even, why are you even saying something? Like, just disappear for a while, go away. Like, maybe someone will find you and be like, oh, it's the, it's the fucking yeah, lady or something. But I don't know. And like, she has like a website she was promoting. She had like ninety thousand followers, and she only had that was tweet. Yeah, that was um, bizarre. So I saw a bunch of conspiracies that came out about it, and uh, one of them was pretty good until he got weird in the end. This is where he, he lost me. He was pointing yeah. out, he was looking up the like IP address, or you could like find these out in the code and everything, yes. like where the video was coming from. And he found it suspicious that it was coming out of like uh, a place in Washington, D.C., right? That like blocks away from the white house and he's i don't think he's claiming that it's a blight biden it's just more like i mean it could be anything like you know yeah, sure. yeah, fucking lobbyist group could be anything yeah. but and then all of a sudden he said like the third part i don't i'm pretty sure it was him still he's like saying that like this is doing baphomet and because like <laughs> when you see her fingers the way she's pointing at yeah her fingers up and down and that's how the baphomet statue is i was like all right buddy you had me at the how it's weird that this video is coming from a different location than sure. like it's being put on the internet from a weird place. But you lost me at the bath that thing. Yeah. No, I, I yeah, that that's that... all these weird cons- my favorite thing though, and this is hands down, just funny as fuck. This is like possibly one of the funniest things. Uh, Scott Wampler reposted it. He goes, community notes feature stays winning. Yeah. For the blind posted, you buying that this is the same person and it's her face closed up and then it's her in the distance on the plane. But the, the readers added context. This user has digitally manipulated mm. the second image to enlarge the woman's breast for some reason. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best part of the whole thing. Yeah, that it is great. One, that somebody did that and posted that, but that there's a community note saying like, well, they enlarged the breast yeah. for some reason. Yeah, that is great. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That made me crack up. <laughs> for some reason the best i don't know for reasons that uh, cannot be explained yeah come <laughs> maybe on. it was baphomet i don't know but i went i got stuck i went down like a rabbit hole a little bit on tiktok and i stopped yeah. real quick like uh where all these conspiracies about her but they believe the guy really was an alien on the plane and i'm like oh my god did i tell you about that coming home Okay, that so that I, when I was coming home from, uh, you know, we traveled to New, to New yeah. York, first time I've flown in like four years or whatever, and we were coming home, and I think it already happened, I think it, it happened before we left, or it happened when we were in New York, Yeah, and I remember they showed the guy the hoodie, the, the, like you see who, she, I guess she was referencing, it was some guy in like some green hoodie, and I remember... Like we were waiting at the airport for a while because the plane was delayed a few hours. And there was this weird looking fucking dude that was going on our plane, sitting there, motionless, wearing like a green hoodie and like big ass sunglasses. Oh like kind of had like a little rainbow effect. I'm like, I look around here. Like, oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. This is like too fucking funny. 
I'm like, that motherfucker's not he, no, he, he was human. Uh, I did sure. I think he was just sleeping, but yeah. it looked it was funny as That's hell. Funny. It looked like that. Uh, it made me crack up. I don't I just don't understand what the fuck is going on here. To me, yeah. the conspiracy here is like, why is there a video? Like, what what's the point of having this apology video? Why is it being propped up by specific right wing chuds? Yeah, that's the sus part. It's, it's some there is something. There's like a loose thread there that I can't quite pull. You know, I mean, there's there's some something weird about the whole thing. Um, like how badly she freaked out is weird. That they didn't arrest her is weird. That she has so many followers but so little content is weird. Well, that the the recently gained those followers yeah she had that one that one uh video right like okay so they kicked her off the plane and they basically uh told her i guess if she didn't leave the airport they were going to arrest yeah. her and she finally left they escorted her out and that's the whole time she's freaking out saying how the plane's gonna crash and everything like she really fucking believed that yeah a, uh some kind of uh creep i don't know uh What's that, Mr. Gazoo or whatever from the yeah. like the Great Gazoo? Yeah, Great Gazoo was on the plane and he was going to crash the plane. Well, what? Go ahead. What? The weird thing is, like, I've seen, like, I've seen people in manic episodes or you know dissociative states or whatever. Um, it it can look a lot like that, and it's real scary and it's a real serious thing. But I and agree, I did not watch the entirety of her apology video. No, I couldn't. I was like, all right, this is like, but like. I could have seen, I did begin it because what I was hoping to see, not hoping like, I, I, but what I was hoping to see is for her to say, look, I have, you know, bipolar disorder. Yeah, it was on my meds. I wasn't taking my meds. I'm really embarrassed. And, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, and instantly she, she probably could have made a nice run at the talk shows and she could have gotten like mental a, health. And yeah, she probably worry. could have done real well for herself, but she didn't she's just like i don't want to talk about it right now but and it was like you're in pr yep you're in marketing you're clearly well put together you know you're a, attractive or charismatic or whatever and her breasts you're, were digitally enlarged you're well spoken you know why aren't you see like even if it's not true why aren't you seeing this opportunity you come out with like a mysterious little non-apology or whatever i mean it wasn't even yeah. an apology it was just like and then yeah, that was a link to my website it didn't have yeah anything it. that was the the weirdest part for me is that like why why are you doing this like why not either fully apologize blame it on mental illness just disappear or for a little yeah, bit just disappear. Like, like this seemed like the worst possible decision my you know? favorite though is that everyone thinks that too that this woman was taken out and this is like not her. That's the other conspiracy. And I'm like, uh, that's kind of stupid too. Yeah, like, I don't get that. Like, okay, let's say she did do that, right? Yeah, so she did. And the plane did crash. Wow. That would then the conspiracy would be like, yeah, that's not her. They replaced her because yeah. she she was onto it, and they this famous plane crash that killed like 200 people or whatever and i been, might believe that and i'd be like okay that's conspiracy. Yeah. tell Is me that... a little bit more 
Yeah, what's going on here? And this woman going. all of a sudden comes out a month late, a couple weeks later, and is like, "Nothing to see here. I was just, I didn't." But instead, it's like, "No, the plane landed. You're nuts. You had, a, you clearly are suffering from something, mm. and now you're putting out this bizarre video, and you're being applauded by Marjorie Taylor Green of all people, yeah. who's like yeah. the queen of QAnon conspiracies. It's bizarre. And then it the is. other." But my other favorite thing again is like everyone just being like, that's not her. And then my favorite is someone goes, She's not. Did you write she's not real? Did you put that? I I did, yeah. I did. I wrote she's this motherfucker's not real. <laughs> I don't know. There's nothing really else to talk about. It's pretty yeah. funny. It's uh, you know, she could have just went off and been like one of those wacky people that does like talk shows or makes appearances, kind of like the future senator of Florida. Right. Yes. Uh, everyone's favorite, uh, I don't know, weirdo from like 2003 or something. Yeah. What year I remember, I remember Tan Mom. Tan Mom. Anyone remember right? Tan Mom? I, I have like only the vaguest recollection of her, but um, I saw her. famous picture of her and she was like this woman who was like white lady who was burnt to a crisp. Yeah, she, she looks like um like an apricot fruit roll up. Uh, she looks like one of those weird like there's different kinds of dried apricots. Yeah, then there's like the normal ones, and then there's like the ones I'm not really a fan of those, like the, the ones that look kind of like a little too real. Yes, yep. You know, know like they're, yeah. they're they don't they lost all the like the shiny color. Now you get them at Whole Foods in bulk. Yeah, yeah, they look like. It, are you eating like mulch or something, or is yeah. this an apricot? It's like a bag of ears. It looks like a like a used cigarette, like 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 a, a wet cigarette maybe that was put out. <laughs> yeah, the can. Yeah, <laughs> she this lady became like uh like kind of like a Howard Stern regular for a while. Like she was yep. like a tan mom. He would have her on, and believe it or not, she's a little kooky. Um, I don't know. I guess she thought she looked good. Well, she, I saw her on Twitter today announcing her campaign, and uh, one of the Send comments. Me the link to her. Yeah, yeah. So she's, she now she's running for Senate. I'm assuming she's running as an independent. I don't know. I couldn't. I didn't look. I didn't look at her website too deeply, but it seemed like a pretty progressive uh, platform. She was like pro uh, LGBTQ plus rights. She was for universal health care. She was for the environment. I'm like, look, these are all things I kind of support. So uh, I'm, I guess I'm on Team Tan Mom. Um, <laughs> team Tan Mom for Florida Senate. Team, can't be better. I mean, can't be worse. Who she run, would she be running against? Marco Rubio? or Marco Rubio or Rick Scott. I think Rick Scott. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would she'd be better than any minute of over those two clowns. Yeah, I mean, I, but to be fair, I would vote for a half an onion in a plastic bag over. She is kind of like a half yes, an onion in a plastic true. bag. <laughs> she looked like one. She doesn't look like that anymore. She's not as tan. Uh, she looks strange. It is also like twenty years later. She looks like imagine um, Janice from the Muppets, but like in real life, and like like if Janice actually aged road hard and put away wet like that's well well dr teeth (laughs) yeah you sure (laughs) she looks like janice from the muppets Uh, yeah well this is 
She's all now. <laughs> Janice, yeah, but Janice, you you remember Janice from like 1981, uh, and this this is Janice 40 years later. This is Janice. So, uh, he, he 40 like 80 years later. Yeah. So look, wait, you sent me her website, right? I want to pull up yeah. her. So like I said, she announced her run for president. I mean, for a senator. I yep. fuck, run for president too. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> where is it? Let me find the, the website. You texted it to me, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, yeah. It, uh... I was like, I saw that. And I was like, oh yeah, we're tough. We're going to end this on here. We go. Her, yeah. her name is not actually Tan Mom. Her name is Patricia Krenzel. Krenzel? I don't know. Yeah. Krenzel, probably. And her line is Patricia is for everyone. And uh, so she's definitely not, not inclusive, right? That's no, point. this look at her. Her uh, campaign is great. She is boots on the ground here in Florida, meeting with those in the community, pro LGBTQ. Yep. She believes in climate change. Patricia believes in climate change and supports legislation to prevent it. She wants beautiful beaches for all her kids because she wants to be able to tan and you need nice beaches. Look Uh, at the next one, though. She's against banned books. Patricia has five kids that she supports and believes moms are heroes. She wants every child to have the opportunity for a good education without banned books. Good. This is my favorite one, though. Patricia believes everyone needs access to healthcare after being pronounced clinically dead and left in a coma for two weeks. You know, that one, that one should have been reworded. That one makes the whole thing, you know, when you told me a tan bomb was running for Senate, I was like, I'm not going to take this shit seriously. You know, uh, uh, then I, I was like, I started reading it. I'm like, you know what? I'm really believing in her. Be the next thing. And then I read that last one. Patricia believes everyone needs access to healthcare. Oh, yeah, that's great. After being pronounced clinically dead and left in a coma for two weeks. What? <laughs> I feel like there needs to be more. Like, Patricia believes everyone needs access to healthcare. Comma. <laughs> like, that's not a complete sentence. Nah. Right? Pat- Patricia. There's something missing there. Like, Patricia has strong feelings about healthcare after not receiving oxygen to her brain for two weeks. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, man, this is the thing that throws off her whole entire campaign. I took yeah. it very seriously up to this point. I was like, tan mom all the fucking way. Right. And then she writes, it ends with that. And like, I don't know, maybe like a sentence like, and she knows how hard it is to you know, pay bills and, you know, unaffordable. We cannot have unaffordable health care. Right. She understands what everyone's going through. Something like that. Not Patricia believes everybody needs healthcare. <laughs> okay, after being after being pronounced clinically dead, left in a coma for two weeks. Wait, wait, is she yeah. dead right now? Is she in a coma? What's going on here? Yeah, they could have been. This they, is the best. Like, they, fix your fucking webs. I want to like tweet. I want to tweet at her and be like, "You had me until this." You right. Know? I feel like you're. It's like you were talking, and in the middle of a sentence, you just left the room. So close. You're so close. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would still vote for her over Rick Scott. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Why are you voting for her? Well, she was in a coma. I'm dead. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't even know how she's here. She never finished the story. <laughs> she, said she didn't have oxygen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I one reboot of Flatliners was enough. I don't know if you need, like... <laughs> Either Southern movie. Oh, yeah, I'd still vote for her. You know, I mean, I yeah, vote. I don't care. I mean, I want to be better than Rick Scott. Yeah, I yeah, she does want to tone down the Frankenstein like aspects of her With life the story. The, she wants to tone down the Frankenstein like aspects of her. Read the issues. Okay, here yeah. we go. They're just the same, except she adds affordable well, housing. Affordable health care. Everyone needs access to it. That's it. That's all you need. Not right, the weird. But now she's in a coma. <laughs> Everyone needs access to it. Florida's rampant with price gouging and insurance rates. There you go. Perfect. Right. Now I feel safer again. <laughs> now I feel like I could vote for her. Is her where's her picture? It was on the front page. Oh, they made it like smaller. Yeah. Oh my god, she looks so weird. Right. They say after that coma, she looks she, like uh, if somebody awesome. hit uh, Suzanne Summers in the face with like a chocolate cream pie. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I could see. <laughs> after after her coma, she was augmented with a brain from Abby Normal. Abby Normal. <laughs> yeah, she got do brain donation. Well, I I do um, admire her moxie. Um, if not, just fix that one thing yeah. on her website. There, there needs to be you, you know just you just got to remove the just remove that last part. Patricia believes everyone needs access to healthcare. Done. Period. That's Period. <clears throat> After being pronounced clinically dead, <laughs> like yeah. somebody's fucking with her. Did she not pay the person? Like. You I just, like the picture of her too in front of the flag. Uh, she's yeah, not as crazily tanned as she was, but she's still rocking the tan. I like she, the jazz hands. Um, yeah, I I do think she looks like Janice from the Muppets there, though. A little bit, a little bit. Suzanne Summers too. Yeah, for it's sure. Like again, hit in the face with the chocolate cream pie. That that she didn't wash off like a week later. You know, not right yeah. away. Still on her, but like. It's just slowly coming off. <laughs> right. I do see this quote, though. I want to use my power of fame and personal struggles to bring awareness. I would, if I were her manager, I would warn her against sharing too many of those personal struggles. Um, yeah. And... <laughs> well, I don't, maybe like the whole like being pronounced dead. It's like a, a reminder of like Terry Schiavo. Yeah. Florida thing. So maybe that's like, it's true. like yeah, this is like a Florida thing. They love people who are like. <laughs> Dude, that, that is true that may you know, i'll say is you know we talked we're good what well it, you and me may look at being clinically brain dead as being unrelatable but in florida that might be the path to the average voter yeah you know, I, like, I too right now I am am and brain dead <laughs> like uh, this is my this is my candidate <laughs> too. I'm, right i've not had oxygen to my brain <laughs> You know, we talk about like Republicans, like you know, they they say like crazy shit, and like oh, yeah. and then I'm like, no, they've always been like this. Let's go back to 2005 or 2006, whatever. I Chris, think it was 2000. 
Terry Schiavo. Yeah. Republicans would go on TV and claim that she was walking and talking. Yeah. And it was the fact this poor woman was brain dead for like years and was on a feeding tube. Yeah. You're like, I went in there and we had a full conversation. Right. Yeah, they would. They'd go in there and swear. She's like blinking like at the end of that Metallica video or something. <laughs> And yeah, what's that song? Uh, is it one? I don't know. Uh, anyway, they uh it's from that movie Johnny Got His Gun. Yeah. Uh, and uh anyway, like but the doctors oh, the, the the uh the doctors would come out and say, No, look, no, this is not what's happening. Her brain is like a coconut uh with the liquid inside you know if you shook her head you'd hear it sloshing around and stuff oh no <laughs> they never said that <laughs> poor that was so awful everything about it that was, was, so bad it was sad episode. it was real sad the guy like, was look, like i did you know they're like hey he's remarrying it's like the woman this happened like decades ago or something it was like so long ago yeah. like, this poor guy was being harassed and everything yeah These idiots would go in there and be like I we had a full conversation. She told go. me her name and what year it was. Right. It was oh, None of that happened. You lying piece of shit. Yeah. People. I mean, yeah. Well, that anyway. did in Jeb Bush. That was like. That was that, a big deal. Yeah. That that he looked like a fucking idiot, and that's saying a lot. Well, I'll tell you that the and and like a lot of my relatives are Catholic, and but there's a certain like, uh, um like strain within the catholic church it's like super believing of like divinity and miracles and stuff that it's just tough to to get into if you're not of that faith i mean it's i don't know yeah i mean it's like i think then we're getting pretty deep here we're gonna end this episode i think it also plays into the whole like like when it comes to abortion and they say like oh um you know, this child's not viable. Like it has yeah. no organs, it has no eyes, it doesn't have a brain. Right. I'm like, they would still be like, "Oh, the faith of God will God her." Yeah, like no, child, it's a... and they will become a doctor, and it's like it's never. I mean, just because it happened with Ben Carson doesn't mean that it's going to happen. <laughs> just because it happened with Ben Carson, yeah, that's a one in a billion, dude. That's... <laughs> Look at Dan Mom. She can't even finish a story. She left the she posted something and then left the room. She literally left the she left her website. She was like, I was in a coma for two weeks and now I'm dead. And then like 10 minutes later, where is she? She go. She was just saying something and she's like burning she's toast for the 70th consecutive day. Like the person was making the website like, I don't know how to end this. Eh, fuck it. I'm, she's not really paying me anyway. It's like one of her kids <laughs> made it. <laughs> well. This is amazing. Godspeed, Tad Mom. I wish you the Tad best. Mom's the best. <laughs> what a, there's all these weirdos and everything. I feel like this this needs more attention. I'm yeah, gonna, I do too. I'm going to have to bring this up. <laughs> I'm going to give her a follow. I'm going to post her website and bring this up and be like, this needs to be addressed. Gotta rephrase this. Yeah. <laughs> what's it called? Like I have a follow-up here or rebuttal. <laughs> something like this may play in like 70% of Florida, but you're gonna have yeah. to win the urban centers too, and they don't follow yeah, the people who haven't been brain dead for two weeks. 
<laughs> this yeah, this will appeal to the brain dead Floridians, but that's only seventy percent of the population. Seventy percent, the brackish water Floridians. <laughs> Their brains are mostly just worms. Yeah, unless one of your other challenges was being thrown off an ATV into a canal filled with room temperature water. <laughs> <laughs> creatures that could live in my sustained life in my body unless you had to go to a doctor and get something pulled out of your ear like wrath of khan and you come <laughs> dude that that when i was a little kid i saw that i think oh, i saw that terrifying. movie theater and i yeah. fucking scared the shit out of me was that south dakota uh jeez i don't know i just remember yeah. that scene and i was like I'm sure now they watch it. I'm like, oh, this is lame as fuck. But I just remember that, and that scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. There was a couple of movies around that time period. We're gonna end this episode. Yeah. There's a couple of movies around that around that time period that involved like venomous, weird creatures yeah. that would like sting and kill you. The Rathacon yep. was one. Do you remember Flash Gordon? The Flash oh yeah, the, the when he was hand thing. Dalton. And they had, they had to put their hand in there. That and was the terrifying. Guy, and he, yeah, he gets hit and poisoned to death. And there's like another one that was like that. I don't know if it was yeah. or something, but man, very yeah. effective. Like yeah. a shitty Super. little prop, but it worked. Yeah, the Flash Gordon was real scary too. I remember that. And that was a silly movie. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, those uh, those earworm things are twenty percent of the Floridian voters. <laughs> what, what, have we tried to appeal to the wrath of Khan? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what are those fucking death worms? <laughs> Ugh, <love. laughs> no, you cannot. You can't uh, reduce their vote. <laughs> can't take them for granted. Yeah, can't take that. You can't take that voter block for granted. New York is down there doing a big think piece on how we all need to learn how to understand the <laughs> wrath of Khan <laughs> earworm voter. <laughs> yeah, Barry Weiss put out a whole piece. We need to understand. Yeah, JD Vance. We need to understand the wrath of Khan. Venomous <laughs> <laughs> worms, earworms. <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah. Oh, hey. All right. Well, All right. on that note, I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. You still going on about that? Thank you for listening to You Still Going On About That. Um, please like, comment, share. And if you haven't done already, please follow us on Instagram, YSGO, Facebook, YSGO, and Twitter, YSGO. Thank you. And have a great day.